Me tug dog out. Me tug dog out. Okay. Uh, just have the defense run sprints. I get right there, Kalai. I right out. Hey. Lino, man. Now we with a kind of fuck out. We go to. Get me like a book call at my back. last week can i tell you guys that much well we sure did that's a good one to get you dancing in your seat to start too god damn right i I saw a lot of air drumming going on around (laughs) this table (laughs) so hey tonight's show brought to us by predator fly gear check us out at predatorflygear.com go check out arex hooks someone should let jason also (laughs) (laughs) we'll get him in a second.com yep uh genetic so I still got a little bit left. Hit it up uh, Urban Fly Co. UrbanFlyCompany.com and uh, help you out with all store chat. Sims, Sims Fishing. Find them at SimsFishing.com. Hey, check out Yeti. They're built for the wild, man. Check them out at Yeti.com. Yep. Hop on the uh, dock from Why Not Fishing. That's their app. And uh, mingle with anybody else looking to fish the same stuff you are. Hey, we got an unofficial sponsor for tonight. Um, if you guys like your local fly shop... And if you don't like your local fly shop, the best fly shop on the internet is a River Tactical Flies. Ellis knows how to hook some dudes up. He gave, or he sent us a bunch of stickers, the best stickers on the internet. And uh, they're, they're all still available in their normal sizes. So we get the, uh, the old fat liners do it better with the big fat trucker lady. And oh, that on the fly or not at all, I can't wait to put that in the boat. I know, man. That's a... I haven't figured out a perfect spot for it yet, but when I find it, it's going to like shine down like a halo. 
I think the Mud Life one might go in the back of the wife's car, like with the rest of my stickers. Oh, I'm sure your wife will love the Mud Life. Here's oh, yeah. how this is going to go. This one on the flyer, not all on the left. Then you got the little switch box in the center. And then we got to reinstall the Jesus Loves Musky one on the right side of it. <laughs> Absolutely. That one peeled off. And <laughs> so, hey, tonight. We're going to do a lot of recapping. We missed last week because we were all at the uh, the Hardly Strictly Muskie. Where the hell were we? We were all the way down there in oh. Tennessee. What the fuck? Where did we get there? Jesus Christ, we weren't there. We were at the, the Beast of the East Fly Fishing Muskie Tournament. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and uh, Pogo's going to be calling in here in about two or three minutes, and we're going to recap the, the tree limbs. The tree limbs and his first half of his musky season in Wisconsin. I didn't want you to tell everybody he was down there too. So Yeah, so I know. A ton of musky talk tonight. Yeah, man. So, what, Mark, you got a couple of trips we're going to talk about. Yeah, I got a uh, whole week's worth. Jay has a full weekend full of fishing. So, yeah, man, it's going to be it's going to be a jam-packed show with uh and like I said Pogo said he's only got to call in for a couple minutes. Just I know give, you, you just tickle our tickle our taint with a feather, you know, with a little bit of Pogo talk. <laughs> I know you two got a, you know, got the old skunk out there at the muskie tournament. Uh, but Jason and I, we have two muskies to talk about that came into the boat, so yeah, got very lucky. Thank gosh. We should I, uh, we I should prank ended it and left it open for you guys. We should prank call PJ since uh since we're doing this and he's not coming tonight. We should prank call him. Thought he was coming tonight. Nah, he he messaged me say he's not. He's bailing. Just uh, it's got to be legit though. It's got to be like this is the PGC. Uh, we we've, we've heard of you catching and. Releasing a possible muskie. <laughs> yeah, uh, we gotta do it. From we your... think there was foul play involved. Jace, you're the only one that we can call from uh, from the phone because he doesn't have your number. Yeah, that's how we got to roll, man. <laughs> so, hey, on that note, do we want to go take a little break? Take a little gentleman's break. Get ready for Pogo. Sounds good. All right, you guys, we'll be right on back. Hey, and we're back with Steve Pogojenski, Pogo Pike. What's happening, brother? Nothing much, guys. Thanks for having me. How are you? Oh, we're doing well, man. We're sitting around the table getting a little refresher course from uh, how to do this this damn thing. <laughs> you sound very you sound very clear. Your new technology must be paying off. Oh yeah, man. Last time you did it, we were uh, we were on the news, and that was bad news bears. <laughs> <laughs> so what, cool. what 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 you been up to, man? What's been happening? Oh, you know, just stopped in the Northwoods in Wisconsin, um, fishing for muskies, as you guys probably know. It's been going really well, having a lot of fun. Um, you know, fish, fish personally for the first 10 days. We did, a friend of mine, we did the Treelands tournament and then, uh, been guiding my butt off for the last probably 10 days and having some real fun with clients and popping some musky cherries. You, uh, you told me you've been rolling one train, uh, do you mind giving some secrets away? What? <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> Yellow. Yeah, we, we you know we first got here, the fishing was real tough. The water temperature was seventy. We were getting thunderstorms and seventy-five degree air temperatures and all kinds of crazy wacky weather. And so we were just trying a lot of different colors, and see what would work, and then you know everything changed for the better. We got some cold air, some cold nights, and the water went from seventy to low sixties real quick. And the fish started real, really moving, and we were just rocking with yellow, and we got like seven, seven heats and about you know five landed in about five days on yellow, and, and you know there was occasions where we had a guy with white or purple or black or you know another color, but yellow seemed to be the one. 
in what you're just gonna roll that train till the wheels come off, right? Yes, yes. But we 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 um the, the yesterday one of my clients got one on uh, pink over white, so we're kind of back to the pink over white with yellow mixed in. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my favorite combo, man. Don't just tie that. Then you don't got to worry about shit. You don't. You'll never change. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. Hey, give us a little briefing on uh, how was the Treelands? Treelands was awesome. It's my third year doing the Treelands tournament up there on the Chippewa Flowage, and they're just a class act. Uh, it's a real tight tournament, great people, good vibes, you know. Um, and one, I forget the name of the team that won, but they, they, they did really well the first day. They got a 48, I think a 39 and a 36, and then I think they got one or two the next day. I'm not really sure, but... It was a great turnout. Um, fishing, like right when the tournament was kicking in, that's what fishing kind of kicked on around here with the water temperatures dropping. But, yeah, it was a fun time. Met a lot of people on social media that I've never met before in person that we talked before. Um, and I will definitely be going back next year. Yeah, they do a really great job. So, did, so did was, you catch any fish in the tournament? Your boat do any did. good? Yeah, I got two small ones in the tournament um, in the 30s. And uh, and I did have a nice one on uh, that was probably over 45, but we'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. I did have a big one on, and it was in current, and it just came unpinned after fighting it for about, you know, 10, 15 seconds. I saw her roll, and she was all a 45. But, yeah, so we ended up getting two during the tournament. So we had uh, talked to Steve Weissner, or Stephen Weissner a little bit ago. And he said, if you're a homeless person, that's the tournament you should enter because they feed you and they put you up for a relatively cheap price. Was he right? If you're homeless, is that that where you want to be? That is a great analogy. (laughs) I did see why he said we hung out and had a beer. He's such a great man. Um, Totally. I mean, for your entry fee for $150, it was like they have more door prizes that's included in your ticket. I think everybody almost ends winning something over three nights. Um, the meals are phenomenal. You get a handful of uh, drink tickets from Angry Minnow, which is a, a brewery up in Hayward. Um, so you get about six of those and a meal every single night and prizes. And then I think like Big Fish of the Day this year was $820. So that's for two days. You know, so you could essentially win over $1,600 for two days because of the biggest fish. And then the tournament, first place, second place, and third place is like a really good dollar amount. Um, but yeah, they, they just really take care of you. And I think Bob Mitchell's fly shop this year did a lot of sponsoring. They were, they gave away as part of your entry, um, the, I think a couple of like $700 setups that ESOC setups for rods and reels. And, um, they're just a real class act. It's a really, and it's right on the flow, which is the most beautiful lodging in the world. Um, it's like something out of a magazine, but, uh, yeah, it was a really good time. And Weisner hit it right on the head. <laughs> <laughs> so what what was the big fish for the tournament do you remember yeah it was 48 that's not bad not Four, bad at all yeah 48 <laughs> incher was the, uh the big fish of the tournament i think last year it was 44 the year before three years ago now i won big fish of the tournament in the day and it was like 45 44 45 but that seems to be the magic number somewhere between 45 and 48 the last three years so yours, your big one still wouldn't have, uh, wouldn't have been big fish of the day, but it would have. Yeah, uh, yeah when, 
when we reported in the first night, I saw on the board somebody got a 48. It made me feel a lot better about myself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, how, yeah, how's the season been going, man? Let, give us a, a first half recap. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, it's 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 been really special. I, you know, I, I always get a little sentimental about the whole situation because it's like having clients come in and friends come in and Kate's here with me now for the next seven days and just to show people northern Wisconsin for the first time between, you know, the environment, the, the all the fishery and how vast it is, um, and then obviously the locals and the cheese curds and the lion kugels, it's just like a real special thing and, and the, you know, the last three weeks has been awesome. Just, you know, getting five clients in the last, you know, probably 10 days or so, um, their first musky on a fly rod. And, you know, even if it's 30 inches or 45 inches, it's just such a special moment. So that's happened a bunch already in the first half. And it just, it, it just makes, makes me so happy. And just to build those relationships and meet people and show them this. So it's really been amazing. So, being the first half, how long do you think your season's going to last up there? Well, that's a great question. Kate and I were just talking about that. You know, so right now, yesterday was 34 degrees and snowing. Um, and we ended up getting two fish. Today was 36 and overcast. So, that water temperature really dumped overnight. The last two nights, it dropped about eight degrees. And these fish are a little clammed up right now. We, I did a half-day trip this morning with the group that I had in for the last three days, and it was just kind of like dead seas. But the good news, Chad, is that um, the water temperature is going to definitely start to increase. We've got a great 10-day forecast. So if that 10-day forecast holds, um, you know, it's going to be in the mid-40s to low-50s, high, even high-50s a couple days. Um, it's going to keep that water temperature stable and it's not increased. Right now, the water temp this morning was um, 44 degrees. So it'll probably get it up to 46, 47. If that happens, we should have a really stellar next 10 days. And then from there, you know, northern Wisconsin, I don't know if you guys have been here, but it can go from spring, uh, fall to winter, like within a couple days. So I'm hoping to be here till about Halloween. Um, and I've got some trips leading up to them, but I left the last five days to myself to fish with some friends and get some fishing myself to try to catch one of those big, big monster late fall muskies up here in northern Wisconsin. Do you do you plan on doing anything different next year as far as going up there and guiding maybe a little longer if you can? You know, th- that's a great question, um, and I and we I've had that I have that I've had that conversation with some of the guys that have been in some friends and clients and. Um, you know, we, we call it our musky hut. We're renting a mobile home right on the river. It's awesome. So we've had that conversation. You know, it's just, I, I'm so, um, biased to, to New England pike and smallmouth and guiding out there and to leave like early September. Um, you know, it's just up here could be hit or miss. And I think from a client standpoint, you know, the end of September to the end of October is where people are going to get the best bang for their buck. Um, so, you know, I, I think I'm going to keep it the same. So if you're leaving Halloween-ish time and you're, yep. roll, you're rolling on home, are you going to stop by here and do a little live podcasting on your way home? Dude, I, I would, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great. I would love to do that. And We're it's so you on funny the spot. You that. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, it's so funny you say that because when I, when I drove out here, I went by your exit and I beeped. 
I, I was going to text you, but I was in a shitload of traffic. But I know exactly where you are now, so that we could maybe arrange something. Yeah, man. Worst comes to worst, we can go down to the diner and we can we can do a little something from the diner. It's only a mile off the the interstate. And it would be an honor to sit with you guys and see what you do behind the scenes and just have have a fun time with you guys. I, I we we could probably try to figure that out. I hope you have a designated driver. We could break down the fourth <laughs> wall because a lot of it involves Miller High Life and Yingling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will bring it. If I come in, I'm going to have at least a case of Lightning Kugels because that's, that's the Wisconsin musky beer up here. So I'll treat you guys to that. You know what? If you could bring it a six or a, of a spotted cow, I would be forever oh, indebted sure. to you. <laughs> for, the fly, for the flies that you shared with me, absolutely. Dude, I want, I want uh, some pictures of some of those flies in some sort of fish's mouth. I don't care if it's a New England pike. <laughs> Or a Wisconsin muskie, man. Oh God, I know, I know. Uh, you're the dude to to do it. All right, buddy. I I I, I have to tonight is uh, organization night with Kate and I get back and settled in. I have to go through my fly box. Every I've got flies everywhere in my boat bag, everywhere. So I'm gonna reorganize. I'll put yours at the top of the list. Uh, don't even worry about that. But speaking of that, how tidy do you keep your box after a day of fishing? Do you go back and uh? Clean it up? Do you, like, prim and no. make it nice no. and shiny? No. No. <laughs> Landing ships? No. What do you do? <laughs> no, 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 and no. Um, do, you, do you sit no, these flies down and give them an inspirational speech before you get going? You get, yeah, you get exactly. them all pumped up, huh? Exactly. Oh, that's funny. No, my just-in-case box looked like a seven-year-old, like, just, you know, went through it and just started chucking shit everywhere. So what's a, what's the biggest fish put in the boat up there? Uh, you got anybody over the 45 for first no. muskie or any muskies? No, no, no the, the biggest, the biggest fish in my boat this year thus far has been 45. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the a biggest good one. fish that's been in the boat this year. Was that a, boat. was that a first, first encounter for somebody or? No, that was yours truly. Um, oh, okay. On a figure eight fish, actually. Stop bragging. Great. What's that? <laughs> I said stop bragging. I was just, it's a little joke. <laughs> you teed it up for me. Yeah. You, you yeah. had to be listening to Humpty Dance on the way there, huh? Dude, we've been listening. Yeah, so the guys that just left, they literally said yesterday, because two of the guys that came, one Jeff Amarillo got two muskies the first day. And he was stoked. And his buddy, uh, Oliver, did not catch one the first day. And they were here for two and a half days. And they known each other since, like, fifth grade. So they were riding each other really hard. And Jeff was putting the pressure on Oliver the second day. And uh, Oliver made me play the Humpty Dance on the way to the boat launch. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. We were, uh, we were fishing at the Beast this year. And not mm-hmm. any spoilers for later in the podcast, but uh, Mark and I did not catch any fish, <laughs> and we definitely listened to the Humpty Dance on the water. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a Wisconsin thing. You guys might have to find your own tune, you know? Like Oh, we, we played Put It In Your Mouth, um, <laughs> uh, My Dick by Mickey Avalon. The Muskie won none of it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, you guys are the best. So, uh, you uh, last time we had spoken, I think this was all off air, but you were working on a little little video. Is uh, yes. how's that going along? Can we talk about it? 
it's going yeah, absolutely. It's going well. Um, we're almost done editing it. Obviously, coming out here kind of put a little pause on that, but we have like almost a final draft. So we're going to work on that. A couple friends and I are going to work on that here in uh, November, December. So I'll probably end up posting the heck out of it on social media, on Pogo Pike, uh, my Instagram, and then also on my YouTube channel, which is Pogo Pike. Um, so you guys will be first to hear of that. But yeah, it came out really well. We're proud of it. Real homegrown feel, you know, just a bunch of guys like us trying to put together a message to share with the world to make it a better place. And um, we're, we're really proud of it, and uh, I appreciate you asking. I'll definitely keep you uh, in the loop. Yeah, man, we're going to plug the shit out of it when it comes out. Uh, awesome, dude. I really appreciate it. How's everything going for you guys? I mean, how's, how's I, I don't want, yeah, I guess you guys are talking about the Beast of the East in a little while, right? Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to smoothly roll into it from this uh this little conversation, but yeah, the beast of the East was good for two of the three teams around this table. Uh, nice. One, one team, not so much. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, well, you guys, are, you guys were just there for moral support. You weren't really trying to beat anybody. Exactly, Mark yeah, and I. Were that's cheerers. why they showed up a day earlier to pre-fish it. <laughs> yeah. They're like fucking bass yeah. guys and shit. They're just going to go think they can lock the fish down. Real quick. What were the what were the water temps there? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, seventy one two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, a little right. warm still, eh? Even the when with the morning we or the second day of the morning was like forty five, even maybe a little bit chillier, and we it was still thirty eight. Oh, it was thirty. Is that cool? Yeah, because I slept outside. Remember, oh, I. Yeah. <laughs> and we still had <laughs> seventy degrees in the morning. It didn't hit us even that hard. But the water temperature was seventy. Yeah. Yep, on the lake. Oh wow, yeah. That's I mean, for muskies, what I'm seeing is that obviously you guys caught fish. Some of you guys caught fish, and there was I saw some of the uh, social media posts looked like some big ones too. Um, but yeah, 70 out here has been it was a little tough. Once it got into that mid to low 60s, it, it got really more consistent. They had a window uh, what Thursday or Friday morning from two about hours, seven to yeah maybe seven, seven to nine. eight o'clock, seven to nine, yeah. and there was a lot okay. of fish popped. There was a 46 awesome. in there, and there was, what, four, I think, caught on the lake in that period of time, too. So it was... That's awesome. They lit up quick right off the bat. That's great. Yeah, we got big fish for that 46 that uh, one of my partners caught. It was it was a fun fish, and they it hit the Wu... Well, Wu-Tang got played right beforehand, so they hit the Wu-Tang around here, I think. <laughs> what color fly was it on, if you could divulge? Uh, it was a soccer pattern. Olive, like was, an olive. Uh, a T-bone soccer pattern. Oh, nice. Yep. Nice. Probably That's 10 awesome. inches. Congrats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was awesome for him. It was heck of a time trying to net it. His second <laughs> it was fun. And his first one was yeah. what? 25, <laughs> maybe. So, Bogo, we got all of two minutes till you run out of uh, like cell reception. Yes. Let's hit some plugs and let's, uh, let's cover some final thoughts from you from the, the Wisconsin North before uh, you run out of cell reception. That was that was Which one do you want to start with? Uh, final thoughts first, and then plug yourself. Oh, you guys are the best. Go um, plug yourself. Just special. That's the best <laughs> word I can describe. It's been a special three weeks up here with myself, clients, and friends. And the fishing has been good. You know, it's, it's only going to get better here. Um, and for those who are listening, like if you ever want to get a shot at looking at northern Wisconsin, it's nothing like I've ever seen in, in America. As far as just the vastness, all the waters beautiful and i'm really excited for the next three weeks and i'm really excited for my girlfriend sitting next to me kate 
who was going after her first muskie on a fly rod this week. She did get a couple on the spin rod over the years, but this is going to be her first shot of a muskie on a fly rod. So please wish us luck and send us some uh, Humpty Dance spies. So are you going to get Stephen uh, Weissner to uh, guide her? <laughs> if I don't, if I'm not successful the next three days, I might ask you for his phone number. <laughs> it's it's okay, Kate. It's it's pretty easy. There's nothing to it. <laughs> well, you know, Lady Luck. Last year, she was out here for 30 minutes and hooked a nice 39 and a half incher. So, um, hopefully, oh yeah, the first year she was here was in 10 minutes. Yeah, so she's got a horseshoe somewhere. <laughs> Obviously, you didn't plan it, right? No, no, geez, no. One of my clients just, you know, his first time out here from New York, he got a muskie within 30 minutes, and he looked at me, he's like, I know this is not normal, but is this normal? And I'm like, no, this is not normal. Like, you know, like, let's just enjoy the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, man. Take them when they come. Exactly, exactly. Then we see a fish for like five, six hours, and, and then the next day was really tough. But, yeah, so you guys know how it goes. But, yeah, it's been a great first half, man. I appreciate you guys having me, and um, I will let you know. Let's keep in touch on um, me stopping in on the way out. So, yeah, one hundred percent. I I got on the calendar like the whole week, pogo every day, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I like that window. So, um, hey, where can uh, where can people go to to look you up? Where can people go watch your YouTube videos? Where can people find you on Instagram and Facebook? Yep. So uh, Instagram is Pogo underscore Pike. Um, Facebook uh, is Stephen, just Stephen Pogajewski or Stephen Pogo Pike Pogajewski. I've got two pages there. One's a business, one's personal. But my business one is Stephen, or my Pogo Pike one is Stephen Pogajewski. And then my YouTube channel, which I'm up to 280 subscribers, started you know at the beginning of this year. So I'm pretty happy about that. And that's just Pogo. If you go to YouTube and just type in Pogo Pike. Which one thing that's been really cool, I'll share about that, is a lot of the clients that I've been getting the last six months, and even out in Wisconsin, they watched you know a bunch of my strip setting videos and figure eight how to videos and how to make a leader video, and you know just kind of somebody out there that's new to this and wants a YouTube channel, definitely check it out. And uh, I have a very funny one coming up here in the next couple of weeks. And I think I lost. Uh, no, yeah, we're losing button. you right now. Oh, I just put the phone in the window and I see cornfield, so we might be screwed. Yeah, yeah. man, your hard out was a hard out, so uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hit the All road, right, brother. Rock Thanks and roll. Thanks so much for having yeah. me, Good and uh, I'm gonna tune in to listen to your recap on uh, the Beast of the East. I can't wait to hear about it. Thanks, Bogo. Appreciate it. Good luck. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you soon. God, Steve's good. You know, I can listen to that dude every week. He's got to be a blast to spend a day on the boat with. Jay, you better watch your spot. If you want, well, <laughs> if you want to be like, you know, even just motivated, you should just call him in the morning and have him give you your daily motivational speech on just how to live life. That's better than coffee. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Give him a little ring on the way to the lake. Steve, I need a pep talk. <laughs> so, hey, Mark. You had the week off before the beast. Can uh, 
Can you go into like the highs and the lows of the week before the beast? Yeah, Beast has now turned into like musky week for me. Yeah. That's where I just take a week's vacation for it, and I think you hit the nail on the head. High, then nothing but low after that. <coughs> Typical musky fishing is. Including the Beast. Oh. <laughs> no, we started off Tuesday and uh, stayed fairly local. Figured to get a couple days in, try some new flies out, and just kind of get the arm going. Because I know how like we get sore that day. I was like, all right, so... Take the whole week, do it. You push through that sore spot, keep going. And so we got out in that day. To started off just a little quiet, but took a little figuring out because you know the weeds up there. Are just you've always got to move around to figure out where they're at. That place is weird. Yeah, but it's good weed. And, and once you figure out where the weeds are, okay, back off them. Find out where they stop. Find two foot of clearance above them, and then boom, there's fish. And it wasn't there. It's like, okay. So we go into an area where we typically don't see many fish. And sure enough, first log in there, I was fishing with uh, Scott Grassy, G-Money, who we had on, what, about a year ago now? Yes, yeah, just over a year ago. Uh, what, Keystone? Keystone Guide Service. Guide Service. Yep. So he's been getting into steelhead and what have you lately. But uh, right off the bat, he moves one and comes in on the follow, turns off. A few casts later... There's fish. And where this thing ate at, it had to come up under the motor. Because it ate on the opposite side of the motor at the back corner of the boat. So you drug it for about three foot, fish pops off. So, all right, so this is a good little start today, and it was like on from there. And we how early the, was that when that happened? That was, I mean, because we messed around for probably two hours. That had to have been 9.30 at that point because we started fishing at 7, which is light here now. So that was probably about 9.30, and it just turned on. We started seeing fish after fish after fish. Nothing in the boat. So we stopped, eat lunch, and pretty much a story for all of last week. Yeah, that wind was killer, man. Today, everything for the last 10 days, it has been steady winds. And at that point, right after, there's a little uh, restaurant right on the lake. So we pull the boat right into the dock, hop off, and eat. So I'm like, we've really only got one option. We're going to have to put the drift sock out. We're going to have to run drifts now. We set up a few casts in. This fish comes into the eight. And I look over here. This fish is going to eat. It's twitching, and it's just shaking coming. I go the first turn up the left towards the trolling motor. Fish darts, swipes, mouth open, nothing. Make the turn. As soon as I start back down in, it regroups, comes flying in, mouth open again, nothing. I turn up again. It goes mouth open, nothing. Make that two more turns with it. Fish comes back out, goes under the boat. It's gone. So huh. like, you gotta be kidding. At this point, it's still only twelve thirty. I think we've moved six fish. Still nothing in the boat. God damn. Sure enough, we keep drifting down. About another hundred yards later, as soon as the cast lands, first strip, fish set. Pull the rod back to the right. Wrap the line around Scott's life jacket. <laughs> <laughs> he's That's musky fishing, man. He's back there fumbling with it, gets it off, and I could feel the fish the whole time fighting through the, like, the life jackets. I was like, oh, he's good. That fish was pinned good, got in, and that was a uh, 34 inch. So that was nice. And that was at 1.30. Didn't see another fish again until 7.30. Went into a figure eight. A little squeaker came out from underneath the boat and just crushed it like a low 20s fish. So yeah, started off. That's a good way to start a musky week off. That was. And then Scott was like, hey, here's the deal. I want to fish. You know, let, let's, let's go numbers Tuesday. I want to fish for a monster Wednesday. 
I'm like, okay. So I line it up. Well, he unfortunately doesn't get a fish on Tuesday, and I'm like in monster mode. So we go to this lake, and I told him, I go, there's probably very little chance we're going to see a fish here. But if you do, it's going to be 50-plus. And it was just saying. And you saw nothing. All wind. And that lake is like barely like a kidney. There's no points. There's no bays. There's nowhere to tuck away from the wind. That's another reason why that lake that I was telling you about is going to come in handy. Because there's a ton of points and a ton of bays. There's a lot of ways to get away from it. Yeah. And we beat our head against the wall there. I mean, I was trying to fish a road bed, 30 mile an hour wind almost. Yeah, like, you this can't is do it. Frugal. There's nothing going to happen here. So Tuesday or Wednesday went by with crap. Loaded up, got to the beast, met Nick up there, and we were going to pre-fish on Thursday. And that point is right when that front was kind of starting to set. So you didn't. Ha- we didn't have much wind on Thursday. We missed probably the most best time of it right there it was overcast all day light wind nice day around so we met up in the morning and had eggs sausage a nice little breakfast did you guys eat at jay's camp mm-hmm. yeah because i got there probably 20 minutes before nick did so i had the truck unloaded most of my stuff out of the truck already put away and what have you so i had the grill or a little cooker out ready to go i think got some work last week yeah it did uh we'll, we'll get into cuisine later yeah because you figure both days I'm trying to think. What do we cook? Yeah, both days fishing up the uh, right to restaurant, and then the next day I cook sausage on it too. Yeah. And then yeah, so we pre-fish. We didn't get out till probably 10 o'clock, 10:30. Fish till four, and kind of had an idea. We're gonna go right here. Let's see what happens. Went there, moved the fish, brought it to the boat. Fish had blown up twice right before we got there, so you know it ate something. And, and oh God. We fished that area hard. I know. And it hard. was like, going into it, that was like, this is our game plan. Let's go there. Let's pre-fish it. If we move fish there, we know they're going to be there. Let's do it. Went there, moved fish, went back, and that's pretty much rinse and repeat for the next 48 only, hours for us. Only action you had on the on that day lake? before? Yeah, pre-fish that was day. it. That was the only fish I saw pre-fishing. What, uh, oh, what Nick, were you fishing? Wood Nick or did hook or? something, but he, did, he said it wasn't a muskie. Is it was either a smallmouth or a walleye. Are you guys casting the wood, or what? how were you fishing that lake? Well, we went into it. That's kind of the whole pre-fish idea was to go in, let's fish like four different ideas. Let's fish the rock, let's fish the wood, let's fish shallow, and let's fish some like the mud, like shallow mud and shallow rock and see what the difference is. No difference. All nope. the same. No fish. No, I don't. That was a weird, like, not first time i ever went to that lake that's that's weird like Mm -hmm. just just and then for our situation it was a really really uh uneventful time in the in the wind rowing it well but yeah but how that how wind hit that lake how wind actually hit them areas on that lake it was just it was could make it tough for anybody out there. I think that wind on that lake just gets down them hills and it just funnels through it and it just weaves with the lake. So no matter... (coughs) We were having trouble with wind like coming down (coughs) off the shore. (coughs) Off the shores, you know what I mean? Like once we were close to fish it, we were having wind pushing us off everywhere. You know what I mean? Shouldn't the wind really shouldn't have been cutting in there that tight, but it was pushing down in there, so it made it tough for us. We had a couple points on the boat where we all stopped casting. Like, yeah, oh. like this is just there's no way this is safe. I mean, now it wasn't much more than 
a couple gusts for maybe a minute or second two. Second day a little windier? The second day. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I had a fly come by the ear. Like, I had my hood on, but I heard it coming. It was close. Yeah, it was a, it was a little bit uh, risky out there, getting different angles on that river, too. Wind was, wind was ripping on that river the second day. Yeah, the second day was... <laughs> Totally a different day, and you had to, you had to definitely change your casting technique. Cause I was doing a, if I was in the front of the boat and the wind was coming toward the front of the boat, I would do a sidearm back cast, and then shoot it over my head and duck and cover the back of my head at the duck same time. Cover. <laughs> For real, it it was blowing twenty miles an hour. You can't keep oh, at that. least. At you least. can't keep that away from you. So I was trying like sidearm, up and over, and duck and cover. Yep. You know, and I felt stupid, but it was getting the the fly up into the jet stream and getting some wind help to well, get it and, out and there. And the problem is, is you really couldn't because uh, how much the boat was moving, and you just couldn't stop it. You couldn't sidearm because of the way that the fly would land. It would almost be on an angle. You had to come over your head, so as soon as it hit, you had to stand up and start stripping. We're in 35 foot of water half the time, stripping a fly as fast as you can because there's just no way to physically keep up with the fly. Or it's gonna, the line's going to be under just the boat. Just because your boat was moving, I hear you. And that, and we're in a 14 foot boat with three fucking dudes, so you sidearm back cast. That's up. where my line spent most of its time, yeah. getting I'm, under the boat. You sidearm back cast, up and over <laughs> forecast. And the wind takes it, and it's parallel with you with the bank. You know what I mean? So Mark was in the back, and he was casting upstream or up bank. So our flies were landing side by side, and it, it was just it was kind of futile if you think about it. So, Well, for me, to, uh, I played the back of the boat most of the time, and, and you know, I, I can't tell. I didn't want to tell the guy in the front, like, hey cast forward because you know by the for me to make a cast into this you know what i mean I, I'm, I'm moved out of there by the time i get there that's we we had to tell him i said uh, fish more we, in we, front we, of you, us you, you can't work three o'clock you've got to be casting one you o'clock gotta, the whole time you gotta There's cast no up way because it's making me in the back fish a little bit but we you, know, you end up dragging your fly the whole way back up out of the strike zone yeah. and it's just trolled it you're Trolling. not at that point, you're not fishing with a purpose because it's just not productive. Just you're pulling not it back. Catch fish. Yeah, that's all you're doing. Back. You're pulling it back. Yep. And it's got all resistance, so it isn't doing any work. So that's we we definitely made sure all three dudes in the boat knew if you're going to cast, you want to cast up upstream of where the boat is going, not stream because it was a it was it was a freaking well, lake. Well, it was but, still tough though because at times the wind was coming that from that direction. You yeah, know what I mean? You're you gotta, going into it. You got to cast up. And then that way, by the time the boat gets there, you're, it straight back. you're still fishing effective the entire full length of the, the cast. And I will say, it, no knock on anybody, but Mark and I have fished together a lot more than Mark has fished with anyone else and I have fished with anyone else doing this kind of fishing. And we know how each other casts. You know, if... If Mark's doing the duck and cover from the front, I'm doing the duck and cover from the back, and we're going to make each cast as effective as possible. Whereas if we get s someone else in the boat that doesn't know that, and say, hey, 
do you want me to go out for that? No, I'm still going to make an effective cast at this direction. You know what I mean? No, no, no. And it's funny you <clears throat> said no, because, no, because, no, it's, it's funny you bring that up because with Scott on the boat today, and we'll get to later and having him on the boat for two days last week, he's just, he, he fishes rivers a lot like, you know, like Nick does. And we fish lakes a lot, more than I think we thought we do when it really break it down to. I mean, it's, yeah, we're probably on my boat 40 days a year, and maybe most of that's for muskie. Yeah. So it's more, I guess, we just get used to doing things over, and then we, like the same, we do the same thing, but we don't realize we're doing it. And then when you get guys on the boat, and it's like, okay, I guess there is a little bit. And that's it's like a Scott curve. was saying today. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to fumble around, trying to figure out how to put it. But he's like, he said it perfect today. He goes, this is a completely different way of fishing that you have to learn how to do that. It's just, it's not like you look at it like a river. Okay, you got to fish it this way, you do it that way. When you fish a lake, there's always a purpose behind the cast. And even though you're just heaving a line out there and casting it, the boat's got to be on the right angle so that your fly line is in the right position. So you're stripping the right way. You don't have any tension pulling the line back. You have the fly and the line working the way that it is. So that whole time, not only does that keep the fly fishing the way it is, it keeps the sink rate doing what it should do, so your fly's getting into the depth you want. It keeps you in the position to set the hook properly when you do. There's so many things that go into it when you're like working and maneuvering a boat that you just do over and over and over mm -hmm. again that you don't quite think of. But for a person that hasn't fished on a lake, it's things they don't think of. It's kind of like, okay, I'm going on a lake. It's a big open lake. You throw it, you strip it back. It's like fishing a big pool. It's completely opposite <sighs> of that. It really is. In less, wa less water, better. Boat positioning and maneuvering is 100%. But when you're dealing with winds like that, it doesn't matter who you are. That's just and hard. I will say one thing that, uh, Jace, you're, uh, you're in a perfect position to, to talk to me, talk with me about this. Uh, we were running a trolling motor the whole time. So we're, we're bow controlled. So we got to run the bow out. Say the wind's coming at us. Angle. <coughs> like, at an angle. Yeah. Say it's coming in from a 35 degree angle toward the bank that we're fishing. So we got to go up the bank. So to do that, we have to take the bow of the bow out and then turn it back parallel with the, the shore fish and get blown in at the same time and then turn the bow out bow out and then turn it parallel with the shore and keep, keep fishing your, and keeping then go. it to where you could fish so it back straight that's because we're fishing from uh pow, power controlled at, power at the bow of the boat did you guys have that same issue I know you're rowing, so you're controlling the boat from the middle of the boat. Oh, dude, it was terrible. <laughs> was it equally as bad? Oh, it was terrible. It, was uh, Ryan having as much trouble? I was say, did you row? Ryan and I, I rowed a decent bit. No, I, I know just you so rowed. these guys could fish, but the, the thing was, was, how do you set up against the wind and shore like There's that? nothing you can do. Like, no, just to, to keep your distance, that was the toughest part because you were working. I even turned the boat around and, and did it. And back rode into yeah, it. Yeah, like, and it was, it was, I felt it was equally hard both ways, but. I just didn't know if you guys were having an easier time. Oh, it was hell. Positioning the boat from the middle of the boat rather than just bow controlling. There was no way to keep a straight line. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no way. And I it think was... one thing that benefits you, too, is the uh, years of bass fishing. 
Yeah. And you understand, I guess, kind of like the schematics of what goes into maneuvering the boat. So when you're maneuvering it and you're mid-doing it, you know where to be casting at. Where a lot of times in that maneuver, a lot of people are going to cast to like 3 o'clock. So let's say I'm cutting it back up and I'm going to push forward so I can edge it back to get our position. You're already casting up because I'm going to be moving the boat up to that point. So you know once that maneuvering's happening, you're already positioning. Where then once we set, and let's say there's no wind, you're right back down next cast right where it is. Like parallel with the boat. You guys could boat. work into the wind a lot. That was that was what works for you. <laughs> I know. Whereas we, the drift we, boat was oh different. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, as it long as tough. you love a 12-inch fly coming at your head when you're backhanding, yeah, you can work into the wind great. <laughs> but still, though, like to, to be able to even to keep you from moving so fast. You know what I mean? We couldn't, we didn't have that choice. I back row against wind to just to keep the, that well, cast. I tell cast. you one thing, before we go there next year, there will be one thing in my boat for sure in case that happens a again. A motor? A helmet? About a 74-inch drift sock. <laughs> the big long Oh, I'm going to put, I'm going to get like the second. Shore. Dude, I can think about eight things. A water bong, a beer bong. <laughs> no, no, they're just got to be parts. They're just got to be parts to build one, bro. Only need parts to build one. Made more with less. Uh. I'm just saying, because it was rough. Oh, even I, we were on the river, and you know, the some spots in that river are like as big as a lake. You know, there's huge, huge eddies that are like football field by football field by football field long. It's the same thing. You know, you're just. You're just getting blown to shore. If the if the wind's at your back, you're just being blown to shore. So it was like for us, it was like we would back row, set up, and and get a little, you know, get cast in at an area and move in on an area, and it would move you slowly toward the shore. Then you just kind of turn out, reset up, and just move and work, you know, work a bank. And I got a question for you, Jay. So when that was happening with you, could you have done a skull move, like put the, you know, how I put the front. The one oar in the front of the boat and the, the one oar to the back of the boat. Could you have done that and counteracted the wind at all? If it was steady. If I it think, was straight like, against it, shore. You know what I mean? And and if it was steady. Down up river. You know, it was just. The wind was just. It would just it's blow. A, it's a then, mother effort. Well, it would just blow and then. And then we'd be just gone. In there. Yeah. You're just in there. You know, if it was consistent, when the, when the wind would just sit consistent, it was a lot easier, I felt like. All right. Then you I'll, get them gusts. On to more. more Topic talk. Let's, here, let's, here, here's let's what happened. Well, no, we well, talked no, all the way up to say, Mark. Yeah. Mark was at camp. Mark Mark yeah. got to eat food. They yeah. fished, blah, blah, so blah. So we started what? The well, beast. Oh, you fished, and, and then it was Thursday. Justin, you know, he met me, picked me up. We got on our way. Uh, ended up at camp first. Started, got the fire rolling, things like that. Everybody, yeah, everybody pulled in. We were waiting for what Jason, me and Mark, we're there. Uh, Nick was there, so starting to, that was the first time I ever met Nick. So it was awesome to meet you, man. Great time we had, but hell, we didn't. It, it seemed like it flew the hell by. I didn't. I didn't get to talk to many people as much as I want. But we we got everybody in camp. You guys showed up. Uh, started cooking food, having a having a fucking time. A- I was drinking fucking white claws, bro. <laughs> I was drinking. I was drinking one of everything. One of everything. So how was Friday morning for you? Oh, I dude, th- that's why we had to change our team name to the Early Risers. <laughs> because boy, I fucking my head was like bong bong. It, it didn't feel that well. I slept with a uh like a sleeping bag just on my head. I didn't I didn't need anything else. I didn't, I, 
I walked into the camp on uh, Friday morning, and you were not moving, man. You had the big clawed toes hanging out the, the end of a sleeping bag. <laughs> You're like, my ass ain't moving, man. <laughs> I, w- I was in out of normal, op- you know, operating function shit. I, I was I was a little bit hurt, but anyway. I didn't have too much bourbon on Thursday night. We did not. I had you didn't a, drink shit. I had a decent bit, but I didn't have uh, too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was over there pouring them out. He was like, get a shot and just pour it out so he could be on point tomorrow. Yeah, man. Fucking cheaters. That's how we roll. Nah, we had a good time. Shot the shit. Everybody, you know, got to meet each other. PJ nope. ended up in camp, and you guys showed up uh, a little bit food. later. Oh, yeah. What did we, we cook that night? I didn't I, like kielbasa. Oh, you you made black, sausage, blackened hot dogs. Fucking right. If you don't <laughs> if you don't like them burnt on one side, don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> don't fucking don't put beers in my head. <laughs> don't fucking confuse me while I'm cooking. No, we were having a rough time because we started out with a shit fire. Jason didn't bring none of the wood he talked about bringing. And, no, know, we didn't that, because good stuff because lights weren't working on a trailer and. uh Someone's a stickler about trailer lights. Yeah, shouldn't be done right. But no, nah, we had a good time. I what I throw cool bossy sausage, uh, hot dogs, threw some other shit on there. I don't know. Mark might have threw some shit on there. Just some man food, fucking man food, chips and all them. You know the good good <laughs> stuff. To I went up there with three packages, uh, two packets of hot sausage, an Italian sausage, hot dogs, and sausage links. <laughs> yeah, no, all meat. No, all I meat. brought, I brought the sausage fest, <laughs> literally and figure. Believe me, I brought the meat. I'm sitting there, and that was that was one thing. I'm, I'm like laying down that night, and I, I had all the meat out thawing out. I had a bunch of, I had some deer steak, I had loin, I had breakfast sausage. I just had it. I was like, oh, I got. And it, and it, for some odd reason, I remembered when I laid down, or I'd have left it out all night, I was like, oh shit, I gotta throw it out in the fridge, so I threw it in the fridge. Man, my brain does work sometimes, in reverse, because usually it just fucking forgets. Just farts and stinks and shit like that, but... Yeah, no, that was a good time, we got everybody rolling, then crashed out, like you said, I felt like shit the next day, everybody, you, any anything, would you, we cracked the bottle on Thursday? Yeah, we cracked the bottle OGD, uh... We hit it hard. I ended up sleeping in the bed of my truck. Ryan like, had a bottle of what? Uh, Jameson. Jameson was there too, yeah. They had Jamo was He was around. drinking the claws though. He was handing the claws out. <laughs> he said he bought a 12 pack, but I didn't see him without a white claw in his hand the entire look, weekend. It looked, like, it looked <laughs> like he had 20 claws in his hand. He was 20 deep. Nah, we, we uh, took- hopefully we'll, be, uh, we'll bullshit long enough to get Ryan on the phone. Yeah. Uh, not we might have to take another break well, real the, quick here, and then the next uh, we'll morning, come back with uh, uh, the ending of the stories. What are you gonna do? Eat again? No. The next morning, every, more. everybody wakes up. We didn't we didn't have any re- really prepared breakfast except Chad. He had you brought some uh, some pretty good stuff that for people to get get the breakfast going. But I didn't eat shit because I felt like hell. I got up, made some coffee, got some coffee going for everybody. That was needed. I'm glad. I'm glad there's some amenities up there, Jason. Your campus it's pretty elite. It does exactly what you need it to do. Yeah, it's the uh, we're gonna deem it now the musky camp. Yeah, man. I'm I was, I'm deal with the musky camp. I was camp. gonna say. I was gonna say anybody who caught it, like you catch a fly caught musky, you should hang that fly up. I love that. You know what I mean? Bed. Like a right in there a to catch it on hole? top, like a foam or something. Yes. That's a that's I, a pretty cool camp rule, right? I really think PJ should hang that fly that he caught in his fly tying section because that was big fish oh yeah but other than that everyone else should 
fly caught muskie at, at that camp, Jason's camp should be goes, hung. Goes to the, the hey, he could always tie another one. That's living room side, it. living room side of the A-frame, or even just have a like a could be a chunk of pool noodle right over the wall. You come in, you hang them up. Victory, victory ones, you know. Yeah, no, that's a pretty good idea. If but, you can keep it, some people don't ever want to give that fly up. That's how it was in my boat because very shortly after I wasn't an early riser, we were into fish like. Dude, I, so let's get into it. Let's, it was let's freaking get into nuts. It. Everybody, go, go into oh, the story. We're late. We're, we we show What's up late, late per usual, 7.30. I don't know. This tournament starts at 7, right? <laughs> Fuck, we'll... You could start fishing at 7. Yeah, we, did, we didn't even pull up to the lake till like 7.30 and, and uh, back the boat down. And it, it was nice. It was very nice out that morning. It was calm. It was cloudy you know it wasn't even cool yet it was still it was still a good temp it was still did upper. it rain on you guys down there at all oh yeah it rained buddy it it rained but but at first it was calm it was a regular day it was nice out it was 55 plus it, it was pretty nice i got hot in the first couple little bit casting i was like oh, let me take my coat off we had to wear life vests so that was kind of shitty you never know out on a lake so we're we're all suited up we didn't have the OG life vest like everybody else, but we row across the lake. I'm feeling better. I stand up. I'm five, six cast in, getting turned, getting everything situated, where to lay my line, getting the feel for the, the sweet boat I'm in here. Ryan's rowing. We got my man up front, Justin, on point, and that guy just, he, he fishes different, I think, a lot different than I would ever, so he just goes in and he's stripped strip he's hooked up like two strips in and this fish you see it boil out there it's it's not a little one i'm like i'm like you got a bass yeah <laughs> going, on, going on bro <laughs> oh my god you got a bass and he's like oh no fucking so ryan stands up and grabs the net the net is kind of hooked uh the extendable part is hooked somehow through the back of the net yeah. on the nub. And I'm like, ah, I'm ripping it. I'm like, get. So then, then the fish gets close to the boat, and, and it just surges. Like, okay, the rod's damn near straight, line straight. It's, I'm like, Justin's over there like, fuck, I'm running. I think I had to go for a running. And uh, I go to rip the damn uh, net out of Ryan's hand. Like, give me that fucking net, man. Let you're, me show you you're, how a boat, this you're a boat rower, man. Get <laughs> So so the fish comes, he scoops and misses, like like doesn't get it. I'm like, oh my god! So then I really want to rip the net out of his fucking head, and uh, gets it in the net. You know, it, it surged twice, so this fish was strong. Like there, it wasn't a what do you what would you call a 36 pound fish of 36 inch fish? Yeah, 36 inch. But I'm saying that's probably only a 14 pound fish. It was healthy. Yeah, 12, it was a 14. that was a fat fish. Yeah, no, it but it. It fought him. Like I, I've seen bigger fish fight less. So the fish is in the net. We we're we're not, but 25 feet offshore, we go to shore. They jump out, unhook the fish, get a measurement, some pictures. Like he's in awe. Looking, he just throws his rod down every time he catches one. Justin, he's like, oh fuck yeah, just throws his rod in the boat like always or wherever the hell, just slams it down, and boom, we're into a fish. I'm talking. This is before eight o'clock. Uh, 7.30 on the dock before 8 o'clock. Five minutes maybe of fishing where we got a fish, a muskie, in the boat. So if that ain't the highest of highs, I don't know. You know what I mean? We're thinking we're in first fucking place. We like we got contention to win this tournament <laughs> and shit. Like, like seriously, now we got to fish harder 
because all we we might just need one more fish, and that's that's pretty much. And we're on a lake, and we don't have a goddamn motor. Exactly. <laughs> so so that was the easy part, rowing in no wind for the first twenty minutes, and then we go around this corner, and it's like fucking Antarctica. It's like a whole different country. <laughs> it's, it's blowing down on us. It's got side drafts. You get by the shore, it blows you completely back off of it. You're you're trying to cast like hell. We fished the shoreline all the way down. We we fished hard, but we couldn't fish far. You see what I'm saying? So we controlled mainly that both sides we hit, and there were some trees and shit. We come around the corner and was going to fish, try to get on a like a not windy side around the corner real quick, and there was a boat down there, another guy in the tournament, so we didn't want to... Uh, you know, step, go around them, or what even that go in that area. You, guys you didn't want to cut them off like <laughs> I cut you guys off. Yeah, do whatever you want. Man. That's all like thirty-five foot all down through that whole section there. Oh hell, I I wish I would have brought. I have a fish finder. Like we could have fucking even if it was just sp- held over for a moment to see what the depths were where we were at. A lot of times, it's better not to know. Yeah, but it it definitely <laughs> we would have known that we could go deeper. Yeah, you know, and then without. Oh, you could have went as deep as you wanted. Yeah, you would but, have never touched anything. <laughs> but who wants to hook those lines into something deep and then hell retrieving it? You know what I mean? You can't just break a fly off with a thousand pound test on. It's not always. It's sometimes not possible. Exactly. That's it. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll give her a couple couple countdown. But I I fished mainly up top. I fished faster. I figured Justin had it covered for the most part. Like I said, I rode a little bit, but it was. It was tough, dude. That was a long day. So it was a long day of fishing. I brought a rod for you. What, what rod did you end up using? I threw the what was it, a ten weight. The that, the predator. Yeah, green, blue, like bluish green. Oh, no, like you threw, you threw the clouser. Or the, clouser, the yeah, ten weight yeah, clouser. I liked it. It was light. I felt like I felt like the rod was light. For some odd reason, my eight weight feels heavier than that. But it was hell casting. Fishing with weighted lines like that with. Full mm-hmm. sink lines, that ain't, you know. Shit gets real, man. Well, you know, if you're just a regular fisherman, you're not going to go out and do that all day for fun. You're, you're not going to be like, oh, musky fishing, let me, let me go do that. Hell no. One day of that, and you're like, fuck. Then you start getting... It's it's not fucking fun, man. <laughs> I cast you're, you're fishing a lake with 550 to 700 grains. And I casted really I casted really well, but that was because I was in a boat full of rookies. <laughs> You made Justin look like a schmo. Yeah, no, nah, he he just ties good flies. He he don't cast them out there too well. <laughs> so Jay, no, he caught he caught a real good muskie on a uh, just some. He ties flies and don't swim them. You know what I mean? So he got to he's swimming some flies, testing flies, catching fish on them. So that's that's awesome. And the fly he caught this fish on was a dark fly, and it was it was nice. It was two like just a single hook, but. Two sections, like a big game shank, and one of the, I don't know some kind of he put a little bit of the I don't know adhesive over the front of it, but not to like build a head. Not you know what I mean? Just it to, just looked like jizz on. The yeah, head. it did. It because at first it was clear, and it, it just looked it was weird, but it I don't it know. Looked it looked like it was in a big cocky film. Maybe help push a little bit of water, but it was just one of them like crafty type. What the hell, pike brushes or something yeah, up front it, on onto a big single like it. Sweet fly. It worked. Okay. Hey, let's let's roll around the table real quick. Jace, that was your first two hours of the tournament, correct? And it sucked after the first five minutes. No, no. no. That yeah, was your... yeah, that was... We got around to that point when we yeah, seen another sick. guy, and then we, we already started hit on the back. rest. Hey, hey. <laughs> that was your first two hours, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mark and, Mark and myself, our first two hours, we didn't see fish. 
Jay, let's go to how your first your, how two your, hours. How was, but a good time was being had. Oh, no. Oh, we, had Nick, a, yeah. we had a fucking blast. We could talk for we an had, hour. We had Nick on the boat with us, so it was, how a, far, it was a lot of fun. How we far did you drive off the, off the start? How far up the lake did you go? Not far. But we, we, we went we, down the lake. Yeah, we went down. Uh, downstream down of the lake. Yeah, it was nice having another guy to change, change in and out with. Extra guy talking on the boat and just... I I no, will say need, this much. You need somebody if, fishing hard all the time. Yep. If yep. I did anything this week fishing, I want to have taught Nick what the third person's job is to do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Jack off? We, no, we did a lot of fishing. We fished fucking hard, but the person in the middle of the boat... Do you remember what I always say the person in the middle of the boat's job is to do, Jay? Oh, yeah. What? Keep spirits high. Goddamn right. And... If Nick took anything from this week, I hope that's what Nick took, is nothing's out of bounds, and we just, the person in the middle of the boat, is his job is to keep the spirits high, because the guy's fishing, they're fishing, they're fishing hard. The guy in the middle of the boat, he's controlling the boat, and he has a job controlling the boat, but he's also there to keep the spirits light, and keep the guys... In the in the zone, you know what I mean. Were you guys wearing waders? I wore waders the second day because the second day when I woke up, it was 38 degrees and I slept outside. I was fucking freezing. Second day I did. Okay, I just wondered if you know if if, if you know it was a stinky, you know, waders help to stink. Oh, the first day I did not have waders on and I was farting like crazy. That's what I was. I was dropping bombs. Oh yeah. Okay. Dude, I wore bibs out there. It was. It was cold i'm glad i dressed up like if you were prepared for that first day can, can i get in a second night sleeping before jay gets into his first morning well mm-hmm. yeah d- definitely go ahead chad you you knew it was going to be cold i knew it was going to be cold i set a tarp up and i had a tarp over the bed of my truck and all the heat you were producing i was warm my feet were fucking freezing because all the dew that had collected on the uh, the tarp over the night dripped onto the feet of my sleeping bag. So my feet got wet. And I was freezing, dude. I woke up at 5.30 in the morning. We weren't leaving to go fish until 7. I woke up at 5.30. I, I wake up and, and I, he's in his truck, man. What the, I, it's on. I had my on. truck on. Dude, I had the heat cranked. And I two was, hours. Two hours, and I could not get warm. I was shaking in there. I was like, duh, duh, duh. my teeth. <laughs> I thought I chipped the. I, I thought I chipped the molar. I, my teeth were shaking so bad, man. <laughs> nice. Learn your lesson. You could have slept in there. I slept on a fucking bed. That you. Could, I don't know, Jason. That we get. We're gonna upgrade some beds and some sleeping areas. <laughs> I don't know, but it felt like I hung from my hip. From the ceiling, like like I was just hanging from my hip, like you know what I mean, like a string from the ceiling. That's how I felt on this fold-out bed. The second night, not so much. We we left that bitch folded in because that was the worst fold-out bed you could ever imagine. It was like this, you know how they got steel frames? It was just you might as well have took the mattress off. You just slept on the steel frame. <laughs> You're like a slinky. <laughs> no, it was it was like pointed up to an arch, like an actual. You know, point You're almost better off middle. sleeping sideways on it. I'll, I'll tell you what. I thought about switching it ends, like, uh, my head down by Ryan's feet, because I was hurting, dude. You want me to give you a pro tip? I have a brand new pull-out couch that's the same fucking way. It's brand not... New. Never buy a pull-out. It's not 
It's not the mattress. It's not the. They still couch. make those. They're the same fucking way, man. Yeah, For I had Pat Lombardo sleep on it. <laughs> he said it felt like he was tied to the ceiling from his hip. <laughs> Did he say the same I mean, that thing? was a big, big, big rope. His hip gotta be fucking hurt. <laughs> he said he felt like a cat was walking on his face because it fucking was. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst worst sleep I I didn't get the first night. No wonder why I felt like shit. I slept on a rock. But my, the, my sleep was great. But, I cuddled. But with the second night, Chad won the award for getting sleep <laughs> shit sleep sleep deprived. I uh, I got to cuddle with Nick the first night and second night. So it was it was nice, man. We cuddled well, up together. He's like the same size as my wife, you know. No, go so ahead. it was perfect. Go I, ahead, Jason. You got to tell about your first I hour asked, of no, the I tournament, will. man. I asked him the second day if you threw if you threw your leg up over him. He said, "No, has he done that thing, you guys?" Said, Fuck yeah, he does it all the time. Oh yeah, I'll pin your leg down in a second, dude. Oh, I did it. I did it to Christopherson in, in uh, in New York, and he get off me, dude. Oh, and then I woke up and I'm like, oh shit, he has a beard. My wife doesn't have a beard. So uh, yeah. oh, our first day was perfect. I didn't how, get that fucked up. So I, I woke up and it was it was actually early, and me and PJ woke up well, got coffee, went left, it, everything went. Very that wasn't well. the day you had to come back to. No, that wasn't the day. No, the second day was a little slower. <laughs> but we were all a little slower the second day after a hard day of fishing. But we get we get up there where we were going to put in at. No, you did have to come on back. On the river? You did come back. That was back. the second no, day. No, was that the was the second day. day. And, and uh, still left your shit. We grabbed, we grabbed like six burritos, hauled out from camp, went up up on up top of the river, and you know, I got to the boat launch. Those guys, he was pulling the boat down, so I started walking down to the river Walk around the corner and you know see it two other two other rafts. That was the only boats up there at the time. So it was two rafts, uh, two stealth crafts, and then our boat. We were the second people pulling our boat down. I, you know, so I, how do you do, any fellas? You know, how you doing? It's a good musky <laughs> morning. You know, how how's everything going down here? And the guys, you know, immediately they're like, whatever, bro. No, they were like, <laughs> they were like, hey, how's it going? You know, and they're like, Man, I recognize your voice. You're from the podcast, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm from the. It's like, and there was the guys from Connecticut, Eric Reed, and I, I don't know his partner's name, couldn't find it, but uh, great guys. So we chit chatted a little bit. They were like, you know, we we're in the Muskie tournament because we heard it on you guys' podcast, and I was like, oh, awesome, you know, that's great. They were great guys, and uh, a couple other, another boat pulls down. So there's like three rafts down there at the time, and uh, Adam Keg, and we start, I start, you know, just bullshitting, being loud, and I'm like, you know what, Muskie? you were loud, yeah. This is first thing in the morning. Last year, first day, first thing in the morning. I don't think I said a word for the first. You were rough seven last Seven miles of the float. <laughs> I was like, leave me alone, Lombardo. Fuck you. But uh, you know, I'm down there. No, we're having a good time. And then I'm like, you know what, Muskie hit too. They hit the Wu Tang Clan. So Adam Keg, dude, he was down there with his partners, and he he throws some Wu Tang Clan up on his phone, and they start. It was all so we listen to Wu Tang, and they start throwing some Tupac on there, and it really set. The, I think it set the mood for. Our boat for sure. So the guys from Connecticut, they rode across the river first. They said, fuck you guys. Yeah, they're like, we don't listen to Wu-Tang Clan in Connecticut. Uh, So they row across the river, and they go up to, you know, where everybody's going to fish for the first so long. And then Adam and them were like, I think we're going to stick up here for a while and just float around up here. And, you know, so we won't be in your way. And we went out. He has a great picture he put up on his Instagram. And you could see they're looking out into the river, and our boat's actually going... Across the river. That's sick. Going that way, and you can see, like, their face. You know, they're getting all ready to get up. They're out right after us. So we get over, start fishing a bunch of structure, start moving our way down. And like you said, this, like Jay said, this was in the third or first 
I'm to 15 minutes of fishing. Maybe I mean 20 minutes of fishing tops. We come down this structure, probably move about. We watched uh, <coughs> we watched uh, the Connecticut boys. They they went down through a section, rode back up, and then floated back down through a decent bit of the section, and then you know they went off down the river and down through riffles, and we had. We had been coming down, and then when they rode back up, they got decently close to us. We came down a little further, like after where they had already fished, and it's just a big, big down tree. PJ puts a fly right, right where you want it, perfect spot, you know. And he was in the front of the boat at the time. Fly hits water. It couldn't. I, I, I really was paying attention to what I was doing more at the time, you know. And I, I can't speak for him, but he, he let the fly sink a little bit. Lombardo was saying about, hey, let it sink for just a second, and. It, and all of a sudden, it just came tight. Didn't see the fish, didn't nothing. Just all of a sudden, it just he he went to strip again, and it was there was a fish, and boom, pulled tight, and fish was on, and then he's like, I got, I got something, I got something, you know, and he was actually and he actually called it out. Yeah, he was actually louder than he usually <laughs> is, you know. And Lombardo let me know something was going on. Grabbed the net. Hey, I think this guy in the front might have a might have something going on up there. Oh, you put PJ in the front. Yeah, PJ got the front of the boat right away. That's I sh- that's where that that's what doomed me. I should have been in the front that's of the boat. That's because Pat would look at his butt. Yep. He's like <laughs> he's like you like you think you like gingers, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 we get, so we get, no and the fish all of a sudden then it comes up and I've got a net in my hand and the fish actually comes up to the top of the water and now. I think I I, I thought now I heard, you, this is the first time think, in your life you have responsibility. Oh, I think I think PJ shat himself. He might have pooped on his waders a little bit. We'll get into another conversation about somebody else pooping on their waders, but I know PJ did at that point. And I mean, this fish comes up and my heart starts pumping because now I know if I fuck up a net job, I'm I'm you know I'm gonna get my ass chewed and get kicked off the boat right away. And just so we know, PJ was supposed to be on the show tonight to talk about this in the first person. And yeah, we'll hope to we'll get him on there to relive it sometime. <laughs> but uh, he he it man like like you were talking about Jay, like that fish took like three or four runs like to where like you just weren't you just weren't manhandling it pulling it in. If their head isn't up, you can't net them. They if they're they make the uh, what a lunge goes and makes a lunge down. You you just try to like not lose no, them right no you just moment. don't you just try not to hit anything that's going on with the net i try not hitting the fish or the line with the net if i didn't feel like i had it down there maybe had a chance i didn't want to make a maybe i was like that's fine just just let's make sure when we put it in there it's the gonna be the right time one time and it's you know it's this seems like it lasts for 30 minutes and it realistically it's a maybe a two because minute because it was break, so stressful <laughs> i mean literally not even two minutes no it it's 38 seconds. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's, it's and it's not. And <laughs> so, he, like I said, he hooks it. It comes up kind of. It was cl- wasn't too far away from the boat. And then it, it, like I said, makes two, three runs. I tried scooping at it twice. Third time was a good charm, I guess, and put it in a smaller net than it. That fish even deserved to be in, really, because that was a, that was a fat, chunky, chunky fish. Oh, I tried fucking you guys with a net. Oh, I want to talk about. I want to talk about that. We'll talk about me, 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 me screwing you guys here in a second too. But a beautiful, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful fish. A a great fish. I was so happy for Pete. Like you you should have just rode ashore. No, yes, we rode to shore so we could just take care of everything there because we were so close and there was a nice spot where we could pull up. And uh, you should have seen the enthusiasm and and all the yelling and everything that was going on from Pat Lombardo. Three guys. No, all Pat was Pat was ecstatic. 
I was getting high fives and hugs from Pat Lombardo, and that shit just doesn't happen. <laughs> so, no, everybody was so pumped up, man. We were so happy at that point. Now we're like, oh, man, like, that's got to be the biggest fish. Like, or it's going to, that's, it's going to be hard to beat that. So you were like, as you're like, we're in first fucking place. Yeah, we were Yeah, yeah we're winning this. Yeah, that's what we thought. First thing in the morning, we're like, we're in first fucking place. Nobody's beating that shit. And that, like, w- that was before you were thinking it. Yeah. That we, happened. We were actually about to go well, row we back over. fish before 8 o'clock. Oh, so it was ours. Well, they got ours well before I thought yours. you was at 8.30. You thought you oh. fished at the top for a little so. bit. It was like 7.15 or so. I sent pictures. I could see when the pen. The pictures were sent well after. But we were about to just pull back over to the dock, pull the car back down, throw get the boat breakfast. on there, and just go get some beers and breakfast, and then maybe <laughs> just go float somewhere else. Get boy Mary. Oh, man. I, and then at that point, I'm like, you know, I thought about maybe th- throwing some trout flies, but uh, at that point, you know, you get on such a... If you get two fish with that well, one... You're you're definitely set. Well, and, that, and you just, you, man, does that like Jay said, that just sets you up for the high buzz that you know. Yeah, man. It's it's on. It's gonna happen. Like this shit's happening. Like it dude, can I can't believe happen. it. Yeah. can happen. <laughs> yeah, it can happen. You can see a giant fish like that, and you know, it, even the local guys, you know, don't you know that's a that's a big fish and lucky fish to get to see. I mean, he could go his whole lifetime and try to fish for that fish again, and. You know, like us, us three, we fished a decent bit, putting time in for that 46-inch fish, and none of us have seen it. And God bless it, him, too. He's he's on point. He tied that fly the night before he came up to the tournament, man, with his mind on what he wanted to do, and that's that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> if Good job, wants, rookie. If anyone wants to go check out that fly, go check it out on our uh, Instagram page. I have a picture of PJ holding that fly up. And you can see the fish that I was in, too, on there. Yeah. Was a, she was chunky, man. Beautiful fish. And, uh, you know, you handle the fish, that fish, like, more than we would have normally even handled it because you got to get measurements. We would have really, I mean, I don't know if I would have done all that with that fish, just in, in, in general senses. On a fun it, fishing day? Yeah, on a fun you, fishing day. You would have just called it a... Hold your rod up to it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's about two inches less than the the second stripping eye. Yeah, that was me. Oh, oh. that was Jesus, me. dude. So, but even that, you like, you're not gonna like, you know, we're trying to get a good measurement on it, take pictures of the measurement with the thing in it, and all the, you know, you just handling maybe a little more than you think you would. No, it's normally. just it's just different than when you release a fish out for fun. You look at it, you maybe slap it against your rod, like you said, yeah. if if you wanted to know, but. It's it is different. I felt the same way when we we got our fish up, and I'm like, okay, leave it in the net. Let's get everything ready before we need it to to you know get our tape down, get get our tools out. Yep. Everything happened yeah. at one time. We got our cameras. You will measure the fish. We'll take the pictures. Picture, picture, picture in the water. The fly actually came out of the fish's mouth in the net. Oh, well, that's so, that's good stuff. Yeah, it did. We didn't have to like pry on the fish to get the hook out or anything like that. The fish the hook came out in the net. We just were picking it up, you know what I mean, doing our thing with it real quick, get a few nice pictures, get a few, you know, pictures like that, and, you know, revi- it took a second reviver, you know what I mean, so she got swimming, then when she started, she got her kind of, her swag back. She got her shoulders back. Yeah, she, yeah she It's a lot tougher, good. though, for, like, you guys. And but the like water us. temp is lower. Because you got the raft. Yeah. So we stick one in the boat, net lays across, get the bump board out, lay the bump board down, guy gets in the front with the camera. And then, boom, you just pick them up, lay them down, bump them, turn. Yeah, I got the camera. You're done. And now with a raft, you've got to do a little preparation. you got to get to the bank, get everything out, kind of get situated with that fish. You're going to bring that fish inside a raft. It, it would have been tough. Yeah. It would have been real tough. 
Not to mention I got, what, a 54-inch deep net, so that fish can kind of stop that. Sorry. Stop. <laughs> stop, stop hurting us. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that takes a little more preparation on one of them. Yeah, we, we get it in that safe and stuff, and we're, you know, just, we get like you said, we got everything ready. Everything was ready to go. He's like, oh, the hook's already out. So, like, oh, even better yet, you know, I'm down there with PJ kind of even handling the fish, two of us handling the fish together nah, to but do if, all that. Now, look, if you get some, like, serious guys who are, oh, we got to know the girth, we got to know this, that, you don't think that they're putting their fish back a lot faster. They can't. They want they want more measurements. They want you know what I mean. But it's a matter of if you you got a little simple routine to stick to, keep everything right there. Them tools are they're needed, highly needed. If you're gonna ever think about any Esox fishing, long long nose pliers, uh, what mm-hmm. spreaders, even 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 bigger spreaders than what they sell if you can find them. If you guys want to do this and go Esox fishing. Steve Pogo Pike has a video about all the tools that you need for safe handling. For safe handling, so go check that out, Pogo Pike, on uh, YouTube. Just check him out, man. Oh, yeah. Well worth it. It's well worth the three minutes I think his video is to help any fish you catch, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And PJ had never handled a fish that big in his life. Fuck no. And I've I've been around. <laughs> I've been around a few fish. Nobody I've knows been, how to hold I've been that around, fish. I've been around a few fish, in, in, you know, not all musky, but that are, you know, yeah. not cl- close to that size, not not that size. A couple musky when we were young. But you know what I mean? Just I showed him. I said, you got to grab him right here underneath his, you know, gill plate. Right you know in the handle. I mean? Yeah, right in the handle underneath. And you got, you got a real, that's a real good spot where you can get a good, you know, heavy, good hold. You know, and you just pick him up like that. And then if you get him underneath and grab him by the tail, you got it. You got to hold. So, you know, and that's that's what we did. That's the best way to do it, man. And then, you know, as a release, just pit right up underneath the belly with the hand, you know what I mean, and put her in the water. Yep. Easy, easy peasy. Oh, you definitely got to You definitely got to hold them, hold them, hold them, wait, and hold them some more because it helps before they swim away. Yeah. So, Jay, let's get into the rest of your day. After that, your spirits are high. You're rolling on Cloud nine teams. You're rolling, oh, yeah. on, you're rolling on nine cylinders. Yeah. In a V8, you know? Mm-hmm. So, how's the rest of the day go? You know, uh, that, that well, that makes camaraderie in the boat, like, yeah. on an ultimate high already. Everybody's being, you know, absolutely just, just pleasant with each other, you know what I mean? It's, it was it, it was a fun time. We had a good time. They were crap, we were busting jokes, having a good time, and it was a tough day, though. It was a slug out. You know, you still, you fished and fished and fished, and we saw a couple pictures get posted up. We were checking every now and again if somebody would, you know, taking a break or whatever, you know. It's, oh, man, what are they doing? What's going on here? What's going on here? You know, and we stopped, had your uh, had your burritos. They were phenomenal. Yeah, they were. Dude, we didn't move any other fish that day. Not a, I didn't see another fish that whole day. Not a smallmouth. I would have killed for a 20-inch smallmouth because, man, the nice brown trout was caught, by the way, in the tournament. That was the, the second. What, 26? Yeah, 26. Oh, man, I would have killed for that fish. I, ho- I was hoping that thing would have hit a musky fly. Please. Did you start throwing smaller musky flies just to do something like that? What? Did you guys start throwing smaller musky flies to, hey, maybe a trout will hit this? No. No, we didn't. No, we kept the same flies on. He kept the same fly on. I'm sure I he said, did. don't you change it. Don't you change that fly. Don't you dare, BJ. 
No, and, uh, you know, that, BJ, see, BJ we, did a we lot did of the rowing. same thing, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta change that fly. That's a one, not a one fish fly. It's just a, that was the moment. You know what I mean? And Pete, and Pete did a lot of rowing. You know what I mean? Even, and yet, like, did a great job. And that 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 river will teach you. It will teach you because it's always moving. It's always moving. It's always has current somewhere. No matter how big and wide it is and slow it looks. Unless you're in that big eddy, but there's still current on the other side that creates mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? So there's always current. And it, you know, you're constantly back rowing. You're constantly fixing, fixing, mo- and, he, and, then, and then the wind picks up. Now you're dealing with wind on the side of that. And he did a great job. He did a great job. So couldn't ask for anything better. Boat position, every, everything went well. The whole time I thought, I thought we should have caught another fish. Yeah, man. So. We, like I said, we should have caught four fish the way we fucking fished. <laughs> yeah, it I know. Just it doesn't felt, happen. Yeah, no, I, you, and you know that's uh, you very you're very thankful for the times that it does happen like that. Even for him, I wasn't the one who caught the fish, but I was still thankful to see it. You know what I mean? It means you're doing the right shit. You know, you do put all this time into this stuff, and it means you're at least doing the right things and putting yourselves in the right situations and doing like you know your plan for the day actually worked. You know, you said this is the water we want to float. We're going to do this, this, this. First thing we're going to do is this. And, you know, you're like, all right, catch a fish. You're like, oh, damn it. All right. Our plan might be working. And what, we, what we're thinking is, you know, and all that water is great. Mm. There's not a bad spot from there all the way down to Franklin and all that and all the lake and everything. I don't think a whole, whole lot about musky fishing. I don't, I don't think there's rhyme or reason to it. I think, well, you know, when you, like you said, everybody assembles, you're going out there, there's serious shit's about to happen you know what i mean it, i thought i thought it was the coolest thing that we even caught a fish and for it to be in the first five minutes i'm like fuck yeah yeah <laughs> hell yeah we're in first place we're gonna win now oh, dude musky fishing is about the whole time fishing the whole There's time you're grind. there grind the whole no well yeah. constant grind yep. go ahead and relax for one second and that be the time you know that i could i guess com- could be compared to hunting for bucks or deer hunting because you're only getting that one shot and it's going to happen with you having no control over anything you know and you got to hope it comes through and with you on top so yeah, yeah. it was tough i didn't figure i figured it a lot but i didn't do it every time it seemed like that lake was so deep dark color I oh i was gonna ask shit. you about the clarity it was it like was it, it was super clear. clear or was it, it was clear to the point it was, it was dark like with that cloud cover we had, I couldn't see. I couldn't see a fish. I couldn't see my fly until I put it into the eight. Yeah, that is uh, that. That lake is. I mean, you're just you're like I said. Most was thirty five foot deep. You you could have fished covered. with your eyes closed except for casting. Like you know, you don't really need to see anything. That like you said, going into a lake, it's just yeah. you're just casting to the. I don't know. It would have been nice to know a little bit about depth. In your situation, my team did good yeah. though. Well, even yeah. we had, we didn't go in with so much of a plan. If we would have known uh, this is going to be, it's going to beat us up the wind. We could have, I don't know. We, we knew we weren't going to control much area, so we could have fished the area we had, you know, and them that closer, closer to the yeah. dock spot harder. You know what I mean? But that wind came in and it it put a damper on things. It was only, it was only like an hour period in the fishing where you kind of could fish before that rain picked up and that wind did so first day second day hold second on, day hold was on. Nice. how was your how was the end of you guys this first day started what'd you guys see uh i don't know a what lot of a lot of middleman 
keeping it going, huh? No, no fish, right? Yeah, we didn't see anything. You guys didn't even roll fish? No, nothing. 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 No, nothing. man. It was rough. What no you fish. guys? Did you guys just just this, real quick? Did you guys switch your game plan from day one to day two to as oh, to yeah. like? Oh yeah. I mean, we still had a f- main thing in mind was to keep hitting two different ideas and see which one would put a fish up and then focus on that, and neither one did. We moved a couple smallmouth day, too. I had one come up a whale, a double. Yeah, Mark had that smallmouth, and Nick had another smallmouth come up and whale one. I saw zero fish, man. Wow. Zero. You guys yeah. weren't even pouring the bourbon out into the into the lake? No, nah, man. No, not for dead homies or anything. Nah. Uh, so what? What was the tally on? No, we were fish? just chucking bananas out. Yeah, oh, oh, Jason. We're, we're gonna come. We're gonna come back. We're gonna. I, I gotta pee. What was the first day tally on fish? We're gonna come back. We're at five, four. Where we at? The whole tournament? No, first day. Yeah. What was caught in the first day? The whole tournament? You mean? Just the first day. Yeah, the whole tournament. Four you mean? or five? Four. Everybody, yes. Well, yeah. I thought it was five. Is it five and then four? Dixon's, the Dixon's put in two the first day. You got one. Two, they got one, one. one. So just four the and first day. And then there was one other person. Five. Yeah. Fear Nation got one. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was five. Was the that first fish day. caught in that first two-hour period? Yes. Theirs was, yes. That was, if you were in the right, that was when the tournament could have been won easily. If you were yes. in the right place at the... Well, second that, place was won right then. The first two hours of the tournament. Yeah, Dixon's caught both theirs. And I want to talk about that. Uh, Matt Dixon... He messaged me on our way home. Yeah, go pee, go pee. Uh, Matt Dixon messaged me on my you way have home. Permission to pee your pants. All <laughs> <laughs> the cool kids are doing it. So he messaged me. He said, "Dude, I listened to the Chris Willen podcast that you guys did two weeks ago." That's why he caught all his fish. No, he said, "I uh, someone had asked Chris Willen what what a, one of his favorite color combos was," and Chris Willen said. Uh, what is it? Something lemonade. Uh, peach, Pink lemonade. Le- peach lemonade. Pink, Pink lemonade. lemonade. Pink lemonade. You know, big walleye color up here. Pink and chartreuse. So Matt he Dixon, tied a couple up. Matt, he tied one up, and he caught both of the fish in the musky tournament on the pink lemonade color. So, hey, that that's good for our podcast, man. That's. Well, saying that. It's bad for us fishing, but it's but, good but for the in podcast. Com- in comparison, <laughs> I don't know what he fishes or what his, you know, go-tos are. Those things matter to have a fly that you wouldn't fish. Like like me, I'm, I think I'm new to all colors because I used to not want to fish colors that weren't white or weren't pink and yellow and white or, like, I just feel like if you got something that, that somebody else is using, you should try it. You know what I mean? You should definitely see for yourself. Yeah, man, and like I said, that that's definitely pretty cool that Matt caught the winning color or the second place color, the second place Both amount fish. of fish. Both fish, though. That's on that's awesome. Colors. Two fish in one tournament on the same fly. That's a hot fly. Yeah, but it, it's in it's, a nine fish tournament. It's stuff he heard on the show, though. Also, man, he takes time out. Thanks, man. He we fished that spot before they caught that fish too. Ah, <laughs> uh, makes makes your makes your heart hurt a little bit. It does. Uh, <laughs> I fish when I saw my fly. I just didn't do the are right you, thing. Are you talking about the big one on the last day? Yeah, we're not yeah, talking one about that day. one. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're talking about oh. Dixon's catching oh, theirs oh, on okay. uh, pink lemonade color that they heard Chris Willen talking about on this podcast. You know, awesome. all though, I mean, they did a great job with the event again. 
Oh a lot my of God, prizes, yes. a lot of giveaways. Everything turned out well. How was your captain's Mark, you, meeting? How'd you, that go for you? Captain's meeting was good. We didn't stay for Jared to talk, but <clears throat> went in, got all our stuff, met up with everybody, had a beer. It was fun. You made out like a fucking bandit at the uh, the raffle, Mark. Yeah, I did. I did good there. Fuck are you. We keep it all in. We'll keep. Well, we're are we gonna take a little break here? Yeah, yeah, let's take a little break. We'll give Ryan Evans a call, and then we'll uh, we'll come back with the uh, the after. After tournament talk. Day two. A little bit after tournament. Sound good? Sounds good. Cool. All right. We're back with our boy, our one friend, Ryan Evans. What's happening, brother? Not much, guys. How you doing? Oh, we're doing well. Hey. Excellent. So, Jace went over his point of view when you guys caught the fish on the first day of the tournament. Yeah, yeah. You were my partner. You and Justif. Justin Christofferson, we had the the fucking the G team called the Worm Crew. I didn't mention that. That we were we were we were we were all the way fucking bait fishing out there. Can can you give us your point of view of uh, when the fish? Because you you told me you saw when the uh, when the rod went tight. What, yeah, what yeah, happened from was, your point of view? I mean, it was you know it's a thirteen football with three dudes in it, so. You see everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, uh, it was seriously only a few uh, casts into that drift, and I just watched it, and, like, he got, like, real panic, stripped a couple times, and by the time, like, we realized it was, a, uh, you know, like, me and Jace realized it was a fish, so for sure, like, the thing was out of the water. So it was, I mean, it fought like crazy, too. I've never really, I mean, I've only ever really seen smaller ones than that, but that fish fought like crazy. That's what I said. It took, like, two good surges, two or three, huh? Yeah, it was, like, scary every time it was, like, going away from the boat like that. And he had to just, like, you know. Keep it tight. There was, like, tight. no bend in the rod, just, like, <laughs> oh, no. straight at it. It, like, was, ah! <laughs> it was all bend. It was full bend. It was just fucking completely yeah, yeah, tight. Yeah, I mean, when it went, like, straight away. Yeah. Oh. So what happened on the net job, bro? Uh, well, you know, me and you, me so and you ready. were, me and you we're, were like brothers, and we were fighting over the fucking net. We were like shuffling <laughs> oh, over there. There was no fight. I was not giving it up. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you were closer. He's the big brother. You got one uh, good stiff arm right to the face. Like, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, I got it. Yeah, got it. yeah, yeah. I'm bigger than you, Jace. Come hey. on now. Hey, that's all right. That's probably from rowing more, man. Fuck, I. Yeah, right. <laughs> you definitely have more hair than Jace. That's only on sure, top. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only place yours is leaving you. <laughs> <laughs> if you had hair where Jace doesn't have hair, it would be like the perfect head of hair. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> they, they, they call you uh, Jim Jim Dirt. <laughs> anyway, so how how did you how did that change everything for the rest of the day? Was that like a was something different for us, different type of feeling. Yeah, I mean, it was it was great to have it right in the boat right away. It was, spirits were definitely high the the whole rest of that day for sure. <laughs> wasn't uh, it? Wasn't easy fishing high. though. It wasn't easy was fishing that? after that, right? Yeah. What was your perspective nah, on the wind, bud? Yeah, it was it was definitely windy. Yeah, it was it was rough out there. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of like rowing up and trying to anchor and just a little bit of drifting and just nonstop rowing with uh, no motor. So you were trying to anchor. <laughs> What's up? You were trying to anchor. 
Yeah, you can if you get close to the edges. <laughs> so if you're, picking... I have a knot in the end of mine, so I made I made sure there was a knot in the end too, so I didn't uh, send it. If you were 15 feet away from bank, you weren't anchoring. No, right, that's what I'm saying. I would just get close enough if I had to. Close enough, he'd chuck it up we on the bank and feed down. the line out. So <laughs> that's something you should have did. I didn't even think about that. You could have stuck your anchor on the bank in some places and just fed it out and. I don't know, yeah. I usually do that actually quite a bit. If I anchor, I try to feed anchor out from there just to like so you don't have to be up and down with the anchor as much, you know? Yeah. So what what was your main difference or uh, your main like turning point from going from the lake the first day to the river the second day? What what'd it you was see? boring. <laughs> which, which day was boring? It was boring fishing the lake. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's not, I mean, I, I think that for a tournament setting, fishing a lake is definitely like, I feel they would think it's more ideal, you know, I feel like you're more, uh, efficient that way, you know, but I don't know. It just was nice to have a change of scenery. I haven't been, I used to go down the, that river that flowed a lot and I haven't in a while and it was really nice to get out and float it, you know? It was like hooking up with an ex-girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah, with my boys at the same time, you know? <laughs> well, well, with, my boys, with my boys in the boat, you know? <laughs> but look, let's, here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. I'm high-fiving them while I'm doing it. Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> Fucking nuts. Here's here's the funny part, though. You should have seen the look on Justin Christopherson's face when I said we were fishing the lake. And then this guy comes out and pulls a fish in the first... Yeah, minutes. right away. What yeah. did he have sour puss on when he? Oh did? my god, his face. Yeah, he wasn't very pleased. His face when I told him he was fishing the lake, I was like, I think we're gonna fish the lake. He's like, what? Like he changed his whole mood like, and like, shit. All you could see is his lips anyway. You can't see any of his face. It's just covered in beard. All you could see is a little itty bitty bitty lips, and it's like, what? <laughs> they narrowed even narrower. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, Ryan, uh, what what's looking? What's the lookings on in your area this time of year? It what, is. What are you doing? We are waiting on rain. Uh, I went actually. I went pond fishing today. Actually, caught a few largemouth, a couple sunfish and stuff. But it's what it feels like. It feels like kind of summer, and it's supposed to be fall. We got uh, all the leaves are changing and everything. Some of the fish are moving around, but. It's just not full swing yet. Um, I caught <laughs> a uh, like 14-inch steelhead the other day. Hell yeah, it that's, does. <laughs> that's huge, man. I count that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. If I didn't catch one yeah, already, I count got, that. My uh, friend a little uh, had a little early itch and went and walked one of the creeks and caught a few, but you know, there was just wasn't many numbers really low and clear. So. When we left for the beast, I was live left and all the creeks were blowing. I was like, oh, great. This is going to be awesome. It's on. And it's been, you know, sunny and 90 after that. since then. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> still just waiting on rain. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous, dude. Our, our creeks, they, I've seen some reports. I read your report up there. They're recommending go to the cat, which cat has fish, but it doesn't have water. 
but uh yeah, that's our dudes yeah our place <laughs> well our place same deal like ohio has no water none of none of the trips have water like they're they're yeah. stale i'm talking really bad and pa where people you know definitely are fishing over fish because some some have run or at you know they're not even on this on like the gauge anymore they're like seven cubic feet per second or something one i seen elk is elk is <laughs> one cfs like 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 what oh. Yeah, like oh, it's that's, like puddles. That's our, like puddles. Yeah, it's trickling, dude. It's that's like, crazy. So one what, CFS, yeah. So what, you know, we we all went back to camp. Keep with the beast a little bit. We all went back to camp what, after our day one. Did you eat any balls, Ryan? You know, yeah, I ate Yola. one piece of ball. Yola. I, I made a deal with PJ. <laughs> if he called, right, with those guys, I told him if PJ called me out about it, then I would have to do it because you know, PJ caught a beast of a fish, so. <laughs> PJ, I mean, you, you, you literally, him, you literally looked you at PJ that. and said, "If you call me out on this, I'll eat it. Eat <laughs> it, okay?" Well, you know, it was the night. I might not have been uh, the smartest hey. person at the time. Ryan, was it, was it the white claws that made you do it? Yeah, the claws. Ah, ah. <laughs> I tried. Not, I tried. A, I tried a little bit of a ball. The ball was good, mate. It was. Oh, I tried. It, it was man. irony. And it was, well, anyway, uh, this is what happened when we got home. We yeah. we got a fire going. Everybody's not whoop. We were all in high spirits. Yeah, there man, was we're... musky caught in the camp, so that was uh, you know, I, I didn't catch shit, but I felt great. <laughs> you know, that's, that's our boat didn't see fish, but I was in a good mood, man. That's yeah, what we happened. were all having fun regardless. <laughs> yeah, man. Ours caught, so I don't know how y'all felt. <laughs> <laughs> we might have been on eight when you guys were on ten. Oh, okay. Sounds about, <laughs> sounds pretty fun. We came back at like a, at least at twelve. <laughs> we were definitely on 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 club twelve. Yeah, uh, yeah. Awesome. And and we had we had got back. Everybody was you know feeling all fucking happy. Couple of drinks didn't. We all didn't wanted beer. Is what I needed. I needed beer when I got back. And some and some. Some liquor of some sort and a bunch of good food, man. There was a bunch of food that night, second night. It's so much meat. What a meat I man, bro. That much. My girlfriend used to be a vegetarian, so like I don't eat much meat. I just ate meat on top of meat. Meat salad, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I dude, next day I know I pooped like a uh, like a Play-Doh machine. Oh, it was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> The press. You should have put one of the filters on and made it like spaghetti or something. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, I gotta go. One other thing. I gotta go. One I don't other think thing. that's called a filter, but you guys that that we didn't get to talk to. So you guys found something in your boat day one, <laughs> early in the morning. I guess it was probably that might have got slipped in there. And now, how pissed was everybody? Really. Really, I don't think like no one was really mad. It was kind of like you gotta be kidding me. We a fucking banana on the b- goddamn boat. We all kind of laughed it <laughs> off and as soon as we stopped. Chad's like, give me that thing. Heaves it up into the woods. <laughs> there was a guy mowing grass. Mark, Mark was like, there's a guy watching us. I said, fuck that guy and fuck this banana. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I did end up slipping a banana on their boat. <laughs> but no, we we ate like kings. Just didn't have no sides. Jason made some potatoes of some sort. <laughs> they were all right, man. Oh, they they were bad. They're man. potatoes. Yeah. All I had was protein. <laughs> no, we ate what? Deer loin, deer sausage, deer burger, deer steaks, There's chicken, all kind of beef balls. All kind of meat was balls. Fun. No, chicken. It was, it was definitely good cooking outside. So. 
we cooked over a little tiny itty bitty like. So wait, whoever's on the on the the recording tonight, who had balls? I tried some. I Jace ate had some. I had balls. I ate them. Jay had balls. Ryan, you had balls, right? I had balls. So Mark's the only one that d- wasn't man enough to eat balls. Ain't the, ain't the first time. Do you even have balls? I've ate them in the past. I know what they're like, and I know that I don't want them again. <laughs> nope. it's, it's like liver. You know it's almost it like is. a liver. Mark I don't like that irony taste. I will you know not what? eat them again. <laughs> I, I had them. I mean, I've had elk, and I've had What if you were drinking claws, though, beef. and didn't have no other nah. food? I had them again this Thursday night, and they were so freaking good. They were just cooking flour and <laughs> butter. They were so good. I would eat those balls every day. Good, good I, for I, you, Chad. I, I, well, if I season mine the right way, Chad, I'll come over. <laughs> oh, Jay, if you if you dip your balls in butter, I'll lick them every night. <laughs> it fucked up. <laughs> but, no, I had balls and sweetbreads. And, oh, my God, they're so good. Yeah, you heard that right, Ryan. Yeah, I don't know. Really like <laughs> make, <laughs> make sure you flour them after. Yeah, that. I got to flour them. Like, yo, I'm gonna spend money on balls. Like, no, why'd you do that? Like, why'd you do that? Why'd you waste money on balls? (laughs) Balls are free. I know the butcher. I got them for nothing. For nothing. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. He was the only idiot to take them. Ask your boy who's the butcher. Be like, yo, hey, can I get some balls? I did. He probably judged you. No, he. Like I said, he brought them over on Thursday night, and I ate them again. He had them ready. (laughs) Yeah. So, so. How how tough was it out there uh, in the wind rowing that day on the river? Was it any? The second day? Yeah, that was like pretty much just constant rowing. It Why, you just, didn't row, It wasn't that it was like upstream bad, but it was just pushing, like constantly pushing you into the bank, you know? So it was just rough, man. It's like inching in, inching out, inching in, inching out, inching in, inching out. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was tough to get around, more so on the river. I felt. Did you guys right. see any fish the second day, Ryan? Did we see any fish? Negative. Yeah. Negative. No, nothing. No pike. No smallmouth. No nothing. No nothing. <laughs> Were we fishing that eddy at half hour at least? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we fished that for a while actually. And what yeah. you guys we probably that fucker slow, real slow. You guys were probably the last guys through. Because you're late risers? Um, Early risers. that other team was behind us, actually, because they must have caught that fish out of there after we left, because uh, I, I think that's where his fish came from. Yeah, that's, I'm pretty sure it did, and I know we went yeah. through there first, too. But, I mean, we were we, uh, we took our time, and we didn't see anybody else in the pool by the time we were dipping out of the back of it, so I don't know. But I also wasn't looking, so. No, there wasn't. They they must have been a a bit behind us, but we hung out a few different spots and killed some time. Right. Yeah, it was a real short float there, actually. There was yeah. mus- there was musky in there, but we didn't catch them. Yeah, I was actually things like I've seen them in there pretty much. You know, most times I've been through there, so I don't know. <laughs> there definitely fishing there. Well, they said. That team that caught that fish, they said they seen another fish too in that in that same section. I think because it was I think they mentioned it was after he caught his fish. So yeah, yeah, we dude that that river's big. That's big. There's a lot, a lot of spots for a fish. Being a drift. Oh yeah. Being a, being a drift boat, you only get so many picks and shots. 
so we did our best. We fished hard because we were right there, man. Huh, man? We were. We thought we could maybe pull another one and and, and be in contention, right? We would have been, yeah, if yeah. we would have caught another fish. <laughs> hey, one one sometimes. If you would caught good, another fish, you would bump Jay out of third mm-hmm. place. Yeah, that's right. For doing nothing. For yeah, doing we're absolutely Jay's money that PJ got hey, for hey, him. Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> I netted the fish, so I did something. <laughs> Same job, man. We 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 were out there grinding because the we were trying that's to win. One thing that's about about boat fishing, though, it's always a team effort. That's for sure. I was glad that all went the way it did because that was a lot better than it might have went if I had hooked that damn thing. We'd <laughs> <laughs> all been over there trying to catch it in the boat. Like, get it right, right. <laughs> I'd have had to grab the net off you while I'm fighting it. Yeah, we had to have you guys bring us uh, the food we forgot back at the camp day, too. Yeah. We waited there for a little bit, like, ah, we better wait and get our food for our lunch. So they came and brought us our lunch, and they, they put them just behind us. And and we didn't even put a banana in it for some reason. You, I ate one right before I got on the boat. We should have put a banana in there. It would have been payback. Jason, though. But I didn't put one in on your boat, so. Yeah, I know. That's true. So it was just us. Yeah, just you. Oh, you're a fucking chosen asshole. one. I tried, yeah, but that's, Evan's, that's Evan like, yelled at like me and caught me. Out, I couldn't, I dude, I couldn't believe you guys didn't see it sitting there the night before <laughs> when we were all sitting and drinking. I let it, I laid it right there the night before, like in plain view. I figured Mark would have saw it and threw it out. I didn't even think it was gonna be in there the next day. I knew there was no way I thought it was in there the next day. You told me about it on the way up there. You said, "Hey, I'm gonna put bananas I, in everyone's boat." I told I you. I even told you I was gonna do it. But yeah, our day two was, you know, it was like a grind. Like you said, I said it was, it was, we were doing the same thing with the boat because we were in a uh, a raft, so it was drift boat, you know what I mean? And right. Just inching away, and then you would reposition, cast at an area for a while. You you inevitably would get blown toward the shore, and then, you know, back out. Yeah, it's probably worse than that raft, right? How does that, that thing go with the wind? Not bad. I mean, it wasn't. Really? It, it's. I mean, I'm used to. I guess I'm used to rowing a raft. Um, you guys' boats have like a little higher side, so I think it catches a little more of the wind sometimes. But mm-hmm. even then, that thing—it's so big, and it doesn't—it's not as doesn't get pushed as much as yours. No, that his is yeah, more his is weight, a lot maybe. bigger. Yeah, his is a lot bigger. It doesn't get pushed around like mine would. Mine would be all over the place because it's a lot smaller. But even the same—it's the same same has a, a lot of the same feel. But. Yeah, just inch away, you'd, you'd cast, like I said, you'd, you know what I mean, <laughs> to an area, and then you just get a little closer and closer and inch out, and then, you know, on on your way down. It was a, it yeah, was a, it was uh, it was definitely windy. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough out there. But so it, it was a, a tournament, so and everybody was dealing with it, so. Yeah. That's the one thing about the weather during a tournament, you know, it's, it's not different for the guy who's right behind you, so. <laughs> So Ryan, we're gonna we're gonna move on to a little bit of other topics. Yeah. Now. But uh, can you give us a little bit of a plug for yourself? Where can people go to to book a trip with Queen City Guiding? Uh, well, I got all that. I got a website, QueenCityGuiding.com. Uh, I also am on uh, Instagram and Facebook under the same thing. Um, 
I have, yeah, supplies for sale and materials. I'm working on getting more things uh, on my online store. Uh, and then for guided trips, yeah, just contact me on any of those platforms. Email me. Queen City I will Guiding. I hold of you. Queen City Queen Guiding. Queen City Guiding. Ryan Evans, look me up. You got you got <laughs> prime steelhead dates available here. I do, I do, I do. We're ready. I got a few coming up here, and it's uh. If if you gotta it's wait, time. if it rains, it's gonna be fire. So. Oh yeah, yeah. It's funny how people wait till the very last minute, like they start running, and then you know, <laughs> phone starts uh, going off. <laughs> you know it, man. Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be looking forward thing. to seeing you here in November. Yeah, I'm super excited to see all you guys for sure. It's to have everybody come up, and you know, it's just the time of year where you know I get to see everybody too. Everybody actually thinks I'm cool again. <laughs> you're you're always cool, dude. I fish with you all year long, man. I don't oh, think you're yeah, cool, but I'm coming up for sure. <clears throat> yeah, right. <laughs> you can <laughs> still gotta suck, but you know, whatever. I, I'm definitely crashing at your crib, your new place. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, sleep- down in my little basement. No, uh, no, 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 right. Cave here. No, right, right. I'm sleeping in the boudoir studio. <laughs> That's where I want to sleep. I'm telling with a you. Black light. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> You'll find Chad with panties when uh, he'll be wrapped up in the uh, what do they call Bulgarian gas mask? No, that's oh. that's someone's balls. <laughs> no, that's, that's, isn't, that, isn't that where you uh, you wear your the the panties like a like a gas mask over your face? <laughs> that's how you find Chad. I don't, I don't think Jamie shoots that one actually. Yeah. <laughs> If I sleep there, keep, extra. <laughs> if I sleep there, keep the black light away. Yeah. <laughs> but for real, I'm sleeping there, Ryan. Yeah, that's fine. Anytime. Yeah, on the couch. You guys are welcome. You know that. <laughs> now we're yeah we're looking forward to getting up. Like I said, and uh, having a good time. It's always a good time up there fishing with you. Uh, what? Yeah, we need, to, we need to see some different things this year, man. We def- expand your horizons besides the Niagara River. No, we're yeah, not beautiful no, see, and that, gorgeous. We're not going to do that. I, do that. I thought that, and it, it's hard to do, dude. Not when you're from here, man. <sighs> Come on, We're guys. not doing it, Ryan. Come when on, you're guys. from here, you're like, yeah, there's water. Dude, there's no water here. <laughs> there's just not water here. To have water is like, that's that's a cool-ass thing, man. You're lucky, dude. Yeah, that's the one thing. It's like, you know, our water and our trout streams and all that are low, but, you know. That, you might be behind a little bit on temp. <laughs> That river might be behind everywhere here, like on temp, but when it's it's gonna heat up, it's gonna have water. Ours might not have water for God knows how long. So. Right. Right. Yeah, man. Ah, you'll get there. Maybe maybe next month. It'll be fire there though, right? What's that? It'll be fire there though, right? Oh yeah, definitely. November. That that goes off regardless. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Once the salmon are there, the you know the other fish are there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they gotta go. Well, with uh, the correlating holiday this year, the holiday lands really, really late, so it's gonna be. Our it lands on a Thursday. Our believe trip, it or not, our trip is actually gonna end up being <laughs> December into a December trip, so it's gonna be a late trip this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at that actually. Is it you? It's usually like the week before when you guys come up, right? Yeah, it, it'll end up being that way probably next year. Move back up yeah. to twenty second. Right, right. Yeah, man, you got you got all your white deaths all 
all tied up, all your egg flies, you're you're ready to all of them? No, no, beads not at set all. up. You're ready to start start. It'll be like it'll be right them. until the last minute on that. You know that. Oh man. I'll <laughs> uh, be busting them out until like two uh, the night before. You know. Just get it. Get a twelve pack ready to go for the next day. <laughs> I hear you, dude. Now nah, they're they're money for right now. Now all our, our uh. All our fishing isn't going to happen without rain, so hopefully you can get some rain up there and start getting out on the tribs and get a little knowledge so maybe you could take these guys and show them a good time, other than Niagara, if they're into it. Right. I just caught some wild browns the other day. Oh, we're not into that. We want Niagara browns. <laughs> oh, no, no. We're not into it. What about Erie browns? <laughs> not into it. You don't like Erie browns? Only if they come from Niagara. <laughs> <laughs> So, hey Ryan, hey, give us a plug, man. Uh, again, one more time. QueenCityGuiding.com. Ryan Evans. I'm uh, Queen City Guiding on Instagram and Facebook. Alrighty, bro. That's hey, it. For walking wade, steelhead trout fishing, and other yep. types yeah, of I trout. Yeah, I got the boat for the summer and for techniques. all the you know the warm water stuff. But uh, steelhead walking wade trips, wild trout, whatever you want to do. We have a lot of fishing opportunities year-round. So, Hey, man. Awesome to talk to you again. I enjoyed fishing with you in the tournament next time. We'll always always a pleasure, you guys. We'll it's catch fucking, some it's fish. always a great time. <laughs> It'll be our turn next time, hopefully, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Awesome, man. Well, we'll, uh, we'll jump off of here and let you enjoy the rest of your evening, and it was nice talking to you again. Hit you up All right, soon, guys. my friend. Yeah, it was great talking to you guys, and uh, I love the show. Keep doing your thing, and uh, I'll talk to you in the future. Can't wait to fish with you guys. What? Yeah, the little chartreuse bead is all you oh, need. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were talking. Yeah, I mean, the, the stuff that we were been, my dad was talking today said, you know, what do we need to get? We got to get ready. Tell him don't buy nothing. I got it all. He's oh, like, dude. Did Christofferson tie enough white deaths? I'm like, he isn't going with this this year, first off. I'm going to tie a ton of them. And I, I, told, I told my dad, I was like, I'll tie like 50 of them. I'm going to tie a ton of them. Yeah, me too. Did he tie enough? Look at that. They depended on you, man. They depended the on you. A white death, man. And get your lead in PA because they don't sell it in they New York. They don't sell it in New York. <laughs> yeah, boy. Bring your lead from out of state. Eh. All they sell in New York is tin. Man, no. Good luck finding them big In New ass York, they use spark, spark plugs and bolts and nuts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man, fuck that lid. It's okay. You don't need the lid. It, they, they use a spark plug instead. Hey, weights it down pretty good. That's what we're talking Do about off here. We're going we're gonna, <clears throat> we're to talk about Mark. Mark got back on the musky train again today. Hard and mm-hmm. tapped the vein. So. It was his bookend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, musky buddy. weekend. I tell you what, dude, we still didn't kick that freaking wind. Did you shit yourself again? I'll kill you. I might have. Oh, you're going to have to pause that <laughs> thing, man. There's no way I'm not talking without this shirt over my face. Just talk into it like Just you're talk. Darth Vader. Oh. Breathe, breathe with your mouth. I'm going to have to like plug my nose to talk the whole time. He's going to talk kid, like man. Big Bird the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we uh, went back out today. Same like as the first one. And had a lot of the same results. We didn't move quite as many fish. You fish the same areas? We fish a lot of the same areas. Um, now, they drained the lake down substantially from last time we were there. 
So it took a little adjusting, again, trying to find where them weeds were at, where they, because they're all dying off now. But what was standing in seven foot and you had that two foot edge is now laying on top of it. So you had to keep kind of adjusting around. The wind just today was literally from the time the sun came up, the wind started. Mm-hmm. We started off, we went right up into the creek channel, sun came up, and it blew us immediately right back out of it. I'm talking, it picked the boat up and moved us in the first 10 minutes, probably 100 yards right back. So I was like, all right, well, we got to readjust and start doing the same thing, setting up drifts, working across. We didn't move nothing much off the bat, and it was slow for a while. And then we had a major coming up, and then all of a sudden everything kind of kicked on right at that point. I mean, a little bit earlier on, Scott had one. He's stripping in, felt something tap, brought it back, fish came right back with it, followed it back, smashed a fly. What was he and, doing at the time? I don't know what he was doing. Telling me a story <laughs> at that point in time about what happened with the fly when he was stripping it in. Whoosh! You know, like, yep, well, he's back. <laughs> Guess what? You missed him again. <laughs> so after that, we tried to get back in a creek and blew us back out of it again. And right at the end of it, the boat blew sideways. I'm like, screw it. I'm just firing one right up here off the bank, probably. 40 feet, at least it's deep enough there. Stripped it back in, felt like I got stuck on a weed, so I'm like dragging it, and all of a sudden, weed started fighting back. I'm like, ah, got a fish. So I got that in, same exact. I, hey, Scott, I might need a net for this one. <laughs> same fly, caught a fish on there last time. So The white with redhead. White, that was a redhead, yep, white. And nothing special, probably. Upper 20, maybe 30-inch fish. And that's a double? No, single. Single? Single. So we get drifting out, and we were blown all around. We try a few different spots, and finally there's only one little area you can get where it was just calm. So we get in there, and it's already been, we already beat it once. Guy already went in there with gear, caught a fish out of it. Then another guy trolled through. Then there was a dog in there swimming around from a guy chucking stuff on the banks. It's like, well, at least it's a break, because we had to leave. We get in there, and we go over this stump, and I'm like, six and a half, seven foot of water. We go over the stump, and I mark it on the graph, and there's a fish behind it. I'm like, Scott, start figure eight, and there's a fish on this graph right underneath the boat. So he's figure eight, and about a minute later, he goes, and it just starts blowing up. Fish came back. I spin the boat, hurry up, switch out, tie on a small black fly, fire it out, second cast, stick a different fish. It that went about the same size as the first one, but heftier. A lot thicker. Probably female. Same fly as last time there. The black one. Smaller, blacker. Yeah. And uh, so that other fish that he moved didn't come back. It was a bigger fish. But yeah, sure enough, there had been a couple fish sitting up on top of that log, and that wind just blew us off of it. So I hurry up, angled the boat, shot it back up forward, fired a good cast out. Then as soon as I got it back in, I just kind of made like a little flop over the water, got it back, and shot out about 40 foot and second and third strip back in. He hit it on that one. Boom. Yep. So I was just trying to hurry up and just like fire out cash real quick while we were in the vicinity before we got blown off again. How yep. far apart were the fish? From what, the one like Scott time? moved to that? Oh, hour and a half, hour. Yeah. Yep. But uh, we moved the first one early. Not early, early, probably. I mean, we started again at 7, maybe 9.30. And then... Frosty morning for you guys, Yeah, too. Yeah, boat talk was iced over. Yep. 
Literally and Lisa wasn't covering goose shit. Ah, for the first time yet. I've been there this year. It was not covered. And then, yes, the rest of the fish didn't come to almost noon. Hmm. Well, 11.30 on. 11.30 to 1 o'clock. Because I called my wife at 12.52. I was like, I'm taking a hall pass on the soccer game. I'm not going soccer. It's <laughs> like, you're fine. Stay out there. We never moved another fish. <laughs> that is well worth it, right? Like, yeah. Oh, well. So, but that was kind of cool, though, marking that fish and sitting, figuring it up. Definitely that little little bit kind of made the difference there. That would be really, cool if you really had put the extra bit in because I wouldn't have stopped and spun around in that spot and kept fishing. And I even, because the fish he moved, I mean, it was definitely a bigger one than this one. I mean, it came up and hit at the surface, and you could see it was probably a good 8, 10 inches bigger than this fish. That would have been cool if you had on side imaging and seen the fish actually move toward it. Yeah, it's asking a lot there. How much more I do know. you need, man? You, you want <laughs> that damn thing cool jump in the boat? That'd be even better if you had a video camera down there and you watched the fish come right over eat. to and eat it. Uh, no, that's pretty sweet, man. I don't know how them ice fishing dudes do that. That's that, To me, that's like a little bit over the top to watch it, but hey, whatever you like to do, man. The eats, the eat, that's where... I like to see it, but I guess I don't want to see put nothing down there. I think that would, I think that would scare fish. But dude, they got cameras that run in front of baits and all kind of shit now. So apparently it doesn't. Nothing scares muskie, right? No, nah, man. Hell no. So Jay, you did some fishing the last two days. Yeah, I took a couple guys that were, uh gear fish. My buddy came up from Columbus. He likes to gear fish and. So I figured, you know, taking one of you guys to talk to my co- I actually ran in my cousin getting all my groceries for the beast uh, in Walmart, you know, whatever, and getting all the stuff we needed and running around. And uh, so he's like, man, what have you been up to? I'm like, oh, I've got a musky tournament. I said, I've, I've been catching fish on the river and stuff. And he's like, me too, blah, blah. So when you, next time you're going to go out? So I was like, oh, you know, perfect timing. You know, I mean, Brian's coming and he's going to gear fish. So I took my cousin out. And just throwing gear, they did good. I mean, we we caught some decent fish yesterday, and I wanted to see. And we really this weekend we fished into a kind of a tough front. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was weather that came in like the first thing first. If if the beginning of the day, like the first three hours of day one of fishing the weekend, would have stuck around just a little longer, I think we'd have caught a few more fish. Um, but right after that rain stopped. They, you know what I mean, on Saturday morning, the cold front and wind picked up heavy. I mean, it was heavy wind, and it was like, there was probably like a five, six degree uh, drop in temperature, too. It went from maybe mid-50s down to 49, 48, and you could feel it. We were freezing our asses off for a second. We are like, holy cow. You know what I mean? It seemed like it might, they said sunshine, but that sunshine did not come out for quite a while. Were you guys fighting who was rowing the boat? Uh, no, my cousin didn't really do too much rowing. Brian got up rowing, and he was a natural, dude. Honestly, he took right up. I mean, he did fine, like, right away. It was, I was like, man, great, whatever. All right, I'm 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 fishing fine. I was casting a fly rod. Uh, went through a lot of the areas, like, even we moved a lot of big fish. I mean, we saw three decent fish, two that were 16 inches, and one that was probably over 16, got close to the boat, and... It broke, actually broke a hook off a Rapala. Like one of the treble hooks snapped off. What, bass? We, yeah, yeah, we ended up seeing a, uh, a smallmouth. 
uh, just like a single part of the treble hook actually broke off. Probably the part that was uh, yeah. soldered on. It was just one of the one barb. Yeah. One of the barbs broke off, and that was, must have been where the fish was hooked. And it was a good sized fish. So it's tough to see that one fall. He was my cousin was you know, he was heartbroken over that. But you know we we saw a few good fish, and then today we went and uh, we went real old school on it, and uh, we went and through the through the bucket. Bait trap to the bait trap <laughs> into the into the old deep pool and went and picked up a bunch of nice creek chubs bunches bunches my buddy's like well is there a bait shop close nope. like we don't need a bait shop man I'm like I got the bait shop in the creek back here <laughs> I'm like the, the, you you can get plenty of minnows and everything you'll need so can't get these at the bait shop no and they cost a fortune there gosh hell with that so we threw the bait trap in last and Last night, got some, and then I threw it back in and let it sit overnight. I was scared that a snake would have got in there and maybe ate a few and then died. I had that happen to me before. But no, we pulled up this morning. There was just a bunch more. So we were <laughs> God damn right. Like, Gosh damn right. Yeah, my dad's like, awesome. So we just threw them in there, and uh, I threw I threw gear the whole morning. My buddy was throwing. Do you remember was, how to do it? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. My dad said he, my dad was the one. He was like. Man, I'm having a hard time using the gear rod. He's like, I haven't done this in a long time, you know. And he he at one point he's like, "F this." He grabs a scalpin off uh, out of the out of the thing out of the uh, onto his gear rod. Yeah, onto the gear rod. Yeah, he's like, I I, I I cast this with the gear rod. Hell with this shit. <laughs> so he starts he starts jigging the scalpin through. Catch anything like no, that? No, I don't think he didn't. I don't think he did. My buddy, but right at one of the first bridges, uh, my buddy he he. Threw little minnow up through there and like probably got like 17 inch smallmouth. That was a good start to the day and then moved down through and went and, uh, but didn't see it. That's oh. got to be so weird doing a float with fishing gear though. With bait, it's with a little bait, more I mean, weird. Yeah. yeah well, in, in, in areas with current, it's not so bad. You know what I mean? Because you could kind of drift along like it's almost like nymphing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You If you have current, you can nymph effectively or you can do something like that effectively but with no current yes because then you got to cast up here it's just going to sit there until you row past it basically because you know even in slow areas you got to keep moving the boat even you know you're not going to just sit there so as you're moving it's almost better just to be casting in those areas but if you find a riffle spot you can use that and that area right below where that deep deep area is it kind of starts to funnel down again so there is a a current underneath that bridge and that's right he cut it off like not too far from the piling off a big tree that's down by it. And so, that was on bait? Yeah, it was on bait. <clears throat> I was surprised, actually. And I was I was chucking a good-sized, couple different good-sized spinner baits, man, and I could not catch a fucking thing. I mean, I was just blazing a spinner bait from there, basically all the way damn near up to the rollover. I kicked my dad off the oars then because... So low, I had man. some shit to do. You'd think... Top water would get it done when the water's this low, but I mean, even that, like them spinner baits are decent size and they have decent weight to the heads of them. I mean, they're heavy spinner baits, and what we used to use for muskie even up in Canada because they had a single hook on them and they could cut through weeds easily. And I was like, man, this bass has got to kill this thing. What color? Tenoga, white. Tenoga, oh, uh, chartreuse and white. White. Uh, man, dude, you suck. Uh, I know, dude. I don't know what that. I don't know what was going on, man. And I'm just chucking this thing all over the place, and just I was reeling the shit out of it. 
I don't. So I, we, I suck at gear too, man. I, we get all the way. To, I, f- I I felt like I'd have been more adequate even even at the uh, rollover, whatever. Uh, the spot with with to catch a to catch a, uh, a hybrid with with a fly rod. I felt like I would have just had a more of a chance. Mm-hmm. Now I wasn't gonna catch any of the catfish we were catching. You know, we caught a bunch of the catfish. We got their bait. You throw bait. Any down big there. cats? I would probably say like five or six pounds was the biggest one. No big, big ones now. Uh, a lot of them, though. Probably nine of them. Nah, you so. get those big ones in the summer when they really seeking that spot out. You know what I mean? I had a couple heavy fish. You know, I mean, they all feel heavy in that current, but that, that got away. But I landed a few, and um, I, I took a little break, and... I'm just standing there eating some eating some potato chips and uh, salt and vinegar uh, no, Pringles. No, they were uh, Fritos, the twisty honey barbecue Fritos. Oh, those things are killer, you know. Jay's mixing it up because so it's I always was, salt and vinegar Pringles. So I was smashing on some of those, and I was uh, having an ice cold refreshment at the time. I broke off. I was like, "How do I put my put my rod back?" Because I was try- I tried the top end, went up to the top end, didn't see a damn thing. Broke off on a tree that's sitting on top of that circle pillar there, whatever the hell's in the, you know, that big oh, culvert yeah. that's so in the bad. water. So I walk back down, get, you know, get my chips and my stuff and get all ready. And I'm standing there watching those guys fish, fish, fish. And then uh, I'm back up at the boat. And uh, all of a sudden, my buddy, I got a big one. I got a big one, man. Yeah, I jump off, you know, jump off the boat, run down there to him real quick and. Uh, go to help him out, dude. And he pulls it up and gets it up so so up to, you know up to where I could see what it is, and it's just got three, four big ass stripes on the side of it. I'm like, dude, that's a big ass walleye, man. That's a big ass walleye. I'm like, walk around to the other side so we can actually do something with this son of a bitch. I mean, and walk around the other side. You know, they're they're pretty scaly. You can get a hold of them things. So I just pull it right up, put it up inside. I'm like, oh man, that's a that's a good Shenango walleye. That's one, like, you only see a few of those there and there. That's a breeder. She was big. Like, we, we'd put her on How big was it? 27. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good so, one. Fucking A, man. He was, he was, I was like, there you go. If you didn't catch a pike in this thing or catch a pike down through here, at least you caught a big-ass walleye, a few catfish, and a baby. I don't know. It was probably about a 12, 10, 12-inch. 12 it, it was a, a white bass or a hybrid. I don't know. They don't stock them that small, though, do they? And they haven't stocked them in forever, so. Yeah, that'd be a white bass. Eh? You gotta look at the lines, see if the lines are broken. They were on the bottom. The well, bottom big, lines are broken. How big are they when they stock them? They're just all big. <laughs> yeah, they, mm-hmm. they stock them at like seven pounds, right? Six pounds? No, we catch small ones. Oh, I've caught but some little ones. I, I just, I wasn't sure either way. I, I thought they looked like hybrids. I think, uh, I think a white bass has a lot less dark of lines. That That could be another telltale sign that it's a white bass i think their their lines are more grayish blue and pale looking compared to this a, thing have black a lines striper and the, and the bottom ones deep. are broken up hybrids have broken lines oh yeah no doubt about that not yeah. only that but to look at the fish i've seen a shit ton of the body structure is a little different but i noticed that the the white bass has like the, a, a grayish blue line like it's not a, not a clear-cut deep vivid Black on white, you know, stripes like the stripers. So should have took a picture, but we didn't. That oh, got yeah. a that got a decent smallmouth down there, probably 15 inch smallmouth down there, and and I kind of shut off, and he 
uh, me and, you know, time was getting kind of pushy, pushing for time. And so we were like, hey, one more, one more bait, one more bait. See what you could do. So he went down through. I had a nice smallmouth come try to smash one. And after that, and I was, I was trying to you treat didn't it. Fish no, I was trying to treat like it. a fly. Yeah, that's what I was at that point. I was that's trying to treat I it. Do, I was just man. ripping it, ripping bait right through the right through all the rapids like you would a fly. You know what I mean? And just whatever you could do. You well, know, like I'm just, this you could I'm rip just, it and let it drop. Uh, yeah, and that's it what I was doing. Looks so boom, natural. Boom, boom, boom. You know I mean? Oh man, I got one smallmouth to come up and whack at it, and Didn't bait was bait was a little bit big, but perfect. Perfect. It was it was mouth. fun. Hey, it's what my buddy likes to do. I was just hoping he would have a good time, come up and hang out and have a good time. You know, we watch a bunch of football like we used to. You know, back in the day on the couch. Chilled. He hasn't been had beers till I passed out on the couch. My did dog he... licking my face. He's like, dude, you should probably wake up and go to bed. My dog's like, ah, <laughs> did he fish with me. you just this spring? Past spring? Was he, he had? Up? No, he, he didn't. Yeah, no, so he missed. He was last time. He was last spring. So yeah, it's been, so a, while. It's been a year and a half. Like since we got the chill, so. It was fun, man. Got to catch up, chill a little bit. Got to see the fam, see how big my kids gotten and all that shit. So, good time. We had fun. Awesome. Hey, big fish to go home with, you know, at least one, de- well, a few, be- few decent fish. 17 and a half. Does he yeah, still fish? Decent amount or? Oh, yeah. He uh, he said he took up golf a little more this summer. But him and his dad, got, they got out on the alum a, a, a few times, he said. Got some fish. So, he didn't, he didn't really fish. He fished the creek, he said, probably three Three times this year, caught smallmouth, you know. Not everybody can always find time for fishing like me. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't know how I squeak it out, but I'll, I'll get my fishing in. Don't you worry. Definitely, put a, man. Put a lot of shit on the back burner, though. Like Mark said, he was like, oh, yeah, I caught off the soccer game, didn't see a fish. That and About typical, right? My grass is... My grass is so high right now. I haven't cut my grass in forever. I haven't cut my grass since August. It's October. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you honest to God's truth. Yeah, but your wife does it. No, she hasn't cut it since August. My shit's grown, though. Yeah, mine hasn't. I don't yeah, yours hasn't really at all. I've cut mine. Crap load. Yeah, I should be cutting mine weekly, but it's not getting done. My neighbor was cutting his day. I was like, I almost text him, you motherfucker, stop it. Turn that thing off. Tell him you got to fade it up to yours. <laughs> yours fade yeah. it up. Yeah, don't, don't make it cut to cut to high. Make him tell him you got to hit that shit. Bring your, bring your deck up. I want a high top fade. Each, yeah. Does anybody else have any fishing to talk about? No. Nah. You your, I, I got to hold on to summer one last time and go wet wading the, right before the beast and went and caught my, my favorite stripers, a couple of stripers, some green bass. I don't know what else to... I think I got a small mouth, but I don't, I don't think I'm going wet wading no more. Oh, hell no. It, it ain't too bad. Actually, it was like bath. It felt our, like bath water. Our water temps are still up there, but hey, it's it's going to every night, you know, that we hit 30 like we did last night or 35, I think it was this morning, and it's dropping, starting. We need it. We need It's going to be a million leaves dropped, though, here if we get any rain or cold temp, so that's going to suck for if we don't get rain be like fishing leaves oh you know? one story we got to forget to, uh, i want to hear about you pooping on your waders for one second and then i want to get to my visectomy oh, that's, Va- a, that's, a, that's a segue vastectomy Va- yeah it's va yeah I tried, how much it's like your vast efferens <laughs> yeah i used to uh i looked it up on the internet yeah how much can i possibly elaborate on the fact that you crapped on my waders 
I don't right, know. I want to hear. That's good enough. I want to <laughs> hear about the the situation. Oh, well, Chad told me there's a bathroom. So I was like, all right. Well, now mind you, this launch. So once you heard the looks, bathroom was there, then then your yeah. then your your now, floodgates. They kind of got the idea that we can go. This is 500 yards on an incline. That's probably 150 yards from Wait. top to bottom. I mean, it's a big freaking hill. Don't say this like I was lying to you. Because there was a bathroom. There was there. a bathroom. <laughs> so I. But you didn't have the key. I run up to the bathroom. It's, it's locked. locked. <laughs> so at I this point, I don't even attempt to use those this point, I'm walking like you are right now with your jacked up back down yes. to the boat to get the toilet paper and wipes. Now, mind you, I got to go the hoy back up that hill again now. Uh, found I got spot a couple. I got a couple w- toilet papers in my pocket right now, just in case. Waiter straps weren't quite out of the way. End About of story. eleven o'clock, I said, "Mark, you know you can wash those off in the, in the river or in the lake." He's like, "Oh, I guess you're right." <laughs> yeah. Mind you, a pack and a half of wipes and disinfectant later. <laughs> Brought poop on the boat and a banana. Oh, yeah, 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 we brought a lot of crap on the boat. <laughs> it was all shitty. <laughs> this is one thing. The boat is prepared with all the essentials in case that would ever happen. Yeah. Changing table next to the bump board. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah, no, nah, tournament was okay, fun. I guess we could have. You know, had okay. more had more boats. I'm ready we, for next year. Could have more. Could have had more more boats with like power. I got a power boat, but you need more, to bring our your team, power boat next year. Our so team could have been be more, power. more organized. But we're just we're early risers, so it doesn't really matter. We show up and show out and have a good time, regardless, win or lose. It's. I think it's more about the fun than the winning and losing. It's a good time, all together, mm-hmm. just going up. Having fun at Muskie Camp was fun. I, I like that whole situation this year. It was a it was a yeah, good time. I like the Muskie Camp vibe. Yeah, I really did too. A bunch, yeah, a good bunch of guys all got along real well. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, good you vibes. Cooked you guys dinner, man. You guys still owe me money. <laughs> so Jay, yeah, good food, I tried yeah. getting hooked up That's with cooked. this. I tried getting hooked up with the person who did my dog like two years ago, but he wasn't taking any new clients. You know, he wasn't. No, he didn't want to. Didn't want to do mine. Your snout wasn't big enough. Yeah, well, he said it was. It was <laughs> well over big enough. Yeah. He said, "Oh, you, you got the big enough snout." So, nah, yeah, that's gonna suck, man. I don't know what to think. Was Very going sure. under that bad, dude? Your snout's big enough for me to work on, but the other things aren't. <laughs> He's got bulgies like a moose. <laughs> oh God. So, really, do you want? Do you want to know what I felt? I know, they're putting me under. Yeah, I, I went under also. Yeah, my cousin he went in and did it like in, in the office. So did Slater with like being awake while they're like working on your nutsack. No, I was out. The guy <laughs> touched my balls while I was in like you know the just getting like he's like he asked me like hundred questions about like you know this is permanent right? They can redo the thing like they can reverse the effects of this, but uh, but this we, is permanent. But this is permanent, and I'm like. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah, my kid's this old. Think, like, oh, my kid's in your in your kid's uh, kindergarten class. I don't want to know this. I'm like, awesome. So I get to see the guy who touched my balls a few times at, at sporting events later in life. Awesome, great. Yeah, no, I never met the guy that that did mine. 
That would have been even better. I had now your friends is what you're saying. No, no, no. So <laughs> did his All assistant <laughs> touch your balls instead? No, she said. So um, K, do you know this is permanent? Um, K, yeah, I know it's permanent. Okay, she said. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna put you under. Okay, every third word's okay. And I was like, shut the fuck up, lady. Just cut my balls. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done here. I've had enough with you. My dude was like like the most like nice conversational guy ever. He's like, do you go hunt? Do I have to work around hunting season? I said, no, I fish all the time. said, I should be good for around then. That should be fine. I mean, it is musky season. I would probably rather be musky fishing the next day, but I think we have... I got a party to get to, so I'm, I'm all booked up. I'm going to sit in a party with a fucking bunch of ice on my nutsack and sit in the corner. Dressed I have- up like fucking Bob Ross. The uh, the ice packs that are shaped like beer cans fit perfectly between your legs, and your nuts can sit right on top of them. Oh, I'm gonna have to borrow those. Yeah, I'm just saying. I won't put my bare nuts on them, but you know what I mean. I did. Oh well, then I will too. <laughs> they could be nut on nut crime. That's all right. Well, okay. <laughs> as long as you had your nuts on them, I'll, I'll put mine on them. <laughs> so. Terrible man, you guys don't want to don't want to fuck. What do you cut your balls for? I, dude, I don't get enough fishing time with my friends as it is. You think I want to spend more time with one other kid? Do you I think spend a ton of time with my kid now. Do and you think it gets, you're in, it gets in the way of what I do? Do you think you're going to gain more time? You have a kid. Do you hear it said? You gain zero time. You gain zero. Yeah, but I'll have you less be, if I have more. No, you, yeah, but you just have less in general. That's the rule. One or 50. You have less time. You're going to be like, work. Wait, till you're, wait till your kid is like, you know, now she's she's cool, she's young, and she's like, oh, I like this and that. She likes a few things. Yeah, wait, yeah, wait that's till awesome. It's, wait till it's things all year long, and you can't stop it because you created the monster. Oh, I. Uh, oh, you like cheer. Oh, you like soccer. Oh, you like that. You like summer ball. You like. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be kicking yourself into balls. That's why you I don't want another one because I don't want to have to spend time with with summer ball for a boy and a girl. Mm. You kidding me? I like my fishing time. At least you get to play some baseball and not just <laughs> t-ball. I like the time I get all my buddies. I know that sounds greedy and I know it sounds selfish, but you know, I ah, am. It gets, I am. It gets better when they. <laughs> it gets better when they get a little Mark, bit older. Mark, I know I'm pulling the words out of your mouth. Yeah, but it gets a little bit better when they get a little bit older. Too big of an age gap now. My daughter's eleven. I even think at five, it's too much for me. I don't want to start over with the baby. No way. I can't go back to diapers. No, no, you gotta, you gotta. No, oh no, my no. God, no. Dude, my kid jumps in the car now and's like straps that click click or whatever, just throws her little thing on. We're like, all right, we're rolling down the road. Dad, give me a phone. Don't, don't change this song, you asshole. You I've got a I'll phone. Cooks dinner and stays home by herself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah look, I know. Look, Jason, easy it ever, easiest part it ever gets is these few years right here. You know what? I let mine sit in the truck the other day by himself. Said, Turn it on. No, I left it on. Oh. I said, hey, buddy, I got to go out and get pies. Get a couple I beers. Said, you fucking stay right here. And don't open this door for anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll shut it off most times. No, I left it running. I left the AC pumping. Oh, some sometimes if I... Hear the Wildcrats going over the uh, over the Bluetooth radio. Right, you're good. No, I'll, I'll leave it running at like a store, but our town's pretty small, so... Oh, no, they're grown up, man. Anything past... Six, seven, they're on their way to being a grown-up. 
flies after that. Word, so. dude. I'm loving it. Chad and I had a little soccer game. It was our final soccer game. His team did beat my team by one. We did. But. Was it 1-0? No, it was 3-2. to 3-2. Yeah. Oh, and m- one of the scores was because Eddie kicked it in for his team. So The wrong goal. Yes. Don't care. We still get the W. Don't care. I'm just saying. Care. I'm just saying. It was. It was. It was very. It was good and competitive. It was good. It was fun. Good and competitive. I wasn't that sour on the way up. We got some Arby's. It was good deal. <laughs> yeah, man. Right you you finished eating my sandwiches. <laughs> Damn right. Gave you leftovers. So hey, let's do some plugs. Let's get the fuck on out of here. I'm sure no one still listened to this shit. <laughs> oh, I hope not. Get Lord, you some in a while. Predatorflaggear.com. Find all that sweet hey, apparel. And one thing. We forgot. What did we forget? You know what we forgot. Plug the it's beast coming to the up east. In a Friday. Oh, oh fly tying night. Now that nobody's listening, we did forget fly tying night. Damn it. Yeah. Anyway, here goes the plug. October 25th. October 25th. Fly tying night. Friday. Last Friday of the month. Last same stand. Oh, awesome. You'll get to see Jay's Nuts on Ice. Oh, boy. Seriously. Disney on Ice. Yeah, Jay's Nuts on Ice at Tying Night. But this show brought to you right by I might some, not even be there. Yeah, you ain't gonna be there. No, I'll be hurting. Some fine sponsors. SimsFishing.com there at SimsFishing.com. And Eric's Hooks. You also have PredatorFlyGear.com. Also, what? Yeti. Who else is out Built here? Built for the Wild. Why what? Not Fishing. Yeah, also the dock, the app, the dock where fishermen get together and share some cool stories. And also our good friends, people we got to fish with, Nick, all them guys, want to shout them out. It's a great time. Beast of the East, uh, sponsors, uh, people who held that together, Corey and them guys. It was great. Thank you for a great time. Uh, We enjoyed. River Tactical Flies and Pogo Pike on Instagram and Facebook. Also, Ryan Evans at QueenCityGuiding.com. I think you summed it up, Jace. Sweet. Let's get the hell out of here. Go catch some fish, maybe. Come back.